You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Ladies and gentlemen, on behalf of the California Angels and the City of Los Angeles, on the occasion of Her Majesty's Royal Visit, please welcome internationally renowned opera star Enrico Palazzo. Yes, he's in the intensive care ward at Our Lady of the Worthless Miracle. You should have been pulled in the forefront they have faith in you. You should have been pulled in the fifth that they had faith in you. And you. You are now locked into the head. It's Enrico Palazzo Fantasy Baseball Podcast, part of the Rotofanatic Podcast Network. Go to rotofanatic.com today and check out our data monster. It's episode 79, the Jose Abreu edition. For today's show, we bring together a crew of three outstanding human beings. You can find them on Twitter at Upper Decker Pod. Let's give it up for Tone, Dan, and Ty from the Upper Decker Podcast. Join your host, Michael Gobier, along with the Upper Decker Podcast crew as they dissect spring training injuries and the catch of the day. Shohei Otani is on fire. Every minute of this episode will be worth your while. It's going to be jam-packed with hot fantasy baseball action, and that's no bullshit. Take it away, boys! For tuning in to the latest episode of the Hey, it's Enrico Palazzo Fantasy Baseball Podcast. It's a pleasure to have you back in the fold. Uh, we haven't done a show since last Wednesday. Is that possible? It's hmm. amazing that we have five days off on this show, but sometimes it happens. No dearie tonight, just me, MJ Gobier on Twitter, and the Palazzo Podcast. Palazzo Podcast at ProtonMail.com. Two L's, two Z's. Utah. Give me two. Palazzo Podcast on Twitter, on Facebook. We have all these venues available for you guys to come and hook up with us. And today we have three guests on the show, but they're all a unit in a sense because they have their own podcast. It's called the Upper Decker Podcast, and it was a podcast that me and Deary were on last year. And Mm -hmm. we got to know these guys a little bit. Ty and Tone. Dan's newer, but uh, I like what I'm hearing, and uh, we're getting along fabulously so far. (laughs) So I want to give it up for my guys from the Upper Decker crew. Tone, Ty, and Dan. What up, everybody? Hey, dude. Hey. Uh-huh. Thank you. Thank you. 
Oh man, there's so many people watching. Listen to that. I'm not used to doing this in front of such a large wow. crowd. Yeah, don't piss your pants. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Ty, why don't you start off? How's it going? Oh, buddy, it's going well. You know, just hanging out down here, trying to avoid the old COVID monster. So mm. digging into some pants, right? <laughs> Digging into, I'm going to laugh at the soundboard every time, though, Mike. Every time. Uh, that means you're human. Yeah, that's true, man. So, I don't know. Just digging into some baseball. I won my fantasy uh, my fantasy league last year. So, thanks to you, I guess. You you gave me all the insider secrets, my dude. Wow. Well, that's very humbling. Thank you, sir. <laughs> you're a sweet man. Kissing ass early. Oh, you know I got to do it. Yeah. Well, that's how we roll. Uh, Tone, how you feeling, man? Uh, society treating you well? Society's great. Uh, life is great. Baseball's on the rise. We're getting into draft oh! time. We're getting into uh, spring training time. Well, we're in spring training time, and it's good, man. I can't can't ask for a whole lot more. Yeah, I'm feeling it, man. I, I am feeling a bit overwhelmed. I'm not going to lie. Like, there's so much information that we're trying to absorb and then apply it right. after it comes at yeah. us. Somebody, right. Every day, we got spring training games. We got a full slate of games, and you're trying yeah. to see every lineup detail and mm-hmm. who's performing and who's not. I know, I know 2020 was only one year, but man, it feels like it's like so much bigger of a deal setting up for 162 this season, you know? It does. I, yeah. I absolutely agree. Yeah, we got a double dip because we didn't get as much as we needed last year, bud. <laughs> no, we didn't. I think we uh, we started resting on our laurels, got a little lazy, and mm-hmm. we accepted society's new mores. And I don't know if I'm feeling it. I, I got to get back into the groove of 162, but don't let that confuse anybody. I'm jacked. Totally, I'm scoped. You know, I'm jacked to the tits. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't tell, Mike. I couldn't tell at all. I am. I mean, 162 games. Every day is going to be a gift, right, Dan? Am I wrong? My man, you have as much energy as my toddlers, and I just want like this much of it just to like get me through the day. Because, because man, the days are long right now, right? Like, there's we got work, then we jump right into this, and then we got kids on top of it, and life is awesome. Don't uh, don't get me wrong, life is fantastic, uh, especially now that we have baseball, right? See, that's the key, my friend. No no kids here, so I don't have to expend mm, extra energy. I'm, Heck yeah. That's all it is. If I had kids, I'd be <laughs> fucked. <laughs> I mean, with no energy. I think it's get fucked first, and then it's the kids, if I'm not mistaken. But my, you know, my memory is a little fuzzy. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That's how it works. I'm yeah. with you. So how fun is it to just like do whatever you want all the time, Michael? Because that's pretty much what I do. I don't have kids either. It's great. It is pretty cool, but you know, I guess it's just the uh, the childless burden. Like, what do I do with my time? That's the biggest question. How do I spend my days? That's right. That's not easy to deal with, guys. Listen, we follow you on Twitter. We know how you spend your days, bud. How do I do it? What do I do? Anything? I don't do anything different than you do. I think uh, you know, masturbation, watch baseball, uh, go to Taco Bell once in a while. That's Ooh, 23 you're three for three. Twenty four hours right there. <laughs> Whatever. Well, I'm really glad that you guys are here and. Uh, yeah, technically, you're not. You guys are a baseball podcast. I mean, Correct. you don't focus solely on fantasy by any means. You guys have a love for the game, if you will, right? Absolutely. Yeah. That was uh, that was kind of the plan coming in. So we wanted to like just talk baseball. We wanted it to be like three guys just sitting around drinking beer, talking ball. Like we don't want. I, I don't know all the saber metrics like my nerd buddy Dan does. So I've got to kind of. <laughs> so I have to kind of. I have to get into it and just have fun talking about the players and stuff. But of course you learn along the way, even if you don't want to, you're always learning. So, you know, here we are, man, just talking ball. Oh, my little, my little, uh, uh, my educator here, my, my yeah. student. Shut up, dad. 
<laughs> Thank you for teaching me. Don't give up on me, Dad. I appreciate that. I'll right. tell you'll, you. you'll love me eventually. Yeah, well, love them or leave them, you better gain weight. That's all I know. So Vanilla Ice said that a long. Is that what he said? Love it or no, love it or leave it. You better gain weight. Is that the line? Anybody? Ice Ice Baby. I don't know. I'm sitting here with three old guys. I don't know what's going on. Well, the old guys should know that. I mean, I'm 40. We should. I I had the cassette tape in 1990. I admit that freely. I was your typical douchey white suburban kid with the vanilla ice tape who had none of the prior like hip hop or rap. So I'm like, oh, this is the coolest thing I've ever heard. And that's right. what vanilla ice did. He, he fucked everybody's minds up and he made all of us think that like this was where this was like an original thing, but it was completely not. But yeah. we found out later on. Yeah, now we have SoundCloud, so that's cool. <laughs> we do. <laughs> You're right. But I mean, that was a big deal. I mean, I posted having a Roni on Twitter the other day, which is just the stupidest beatboxing little minute and a half song from that <laughs> to the extreme vanilla ice it's uh, mm-hmm. it still makes me laugh because it's called having a roni it's such a dumb title that's awesome what does, awesome. It, mean? What does it mean i don't know but we're here having a rona now so maybe he was just like predicting <laughs> the future oh. he was just off by one letter mike wow <laughs> no, that's enough of that uh okay so yes this is the hey it's a rico palazzo fantasy baseball podcast we are live on youtube facebook live and periscope until it ends at the end of the month which i don't know what's going on there like will there be a twitter video or anybody know anything about this no i don't i admittedly do not whatsoever i know periscope was big for a long time and then i never really heard about it ever again and then until literally right now so So you're saying we're losers for recording on periscope i I, (laughs) you know i didn't say that if you no, want to apply that out of what yeah. I said, then, you know, the that's implication, fair. Dan, it's the implication what you're doing to me. I don't respect it. Remind <laughs> me to leave him home next time, guys. Dan, Jeez. well, you can't leave a beard like that at home. <laughs> he, I mean, that's technically right. he is home, but ah, that's true. Right. He is home. If things ever get stale, people would just look at his beard for the last half hour of the show and people that's would fair. be amazed. Yeah. It's beautiful. I got you, that is. I got you, buddy. Let me just. Look at that thing. Everybody zoom. Look, if you have a chance, you're watching right now. Look at that beard. Soak in them teeth. And look at that beard. That's a beautiful <laughs> face. Really, I'm digging it. You're you kind of look like uh, Action Bronson a little bit. I mean, yeah, not as, not as big, right. not as big, but like yeah. definitely, I'm getting the Action Bronson vibe. You know what? That's I the, like that. That's the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. So, so thank you. I love this <laughs> podcast. Oh, that's so sweet. Well, I feel I feel like we can just call the show uh, right there. That's it. Do, do we Thanks, just become guys. best friends? Yep. Bye bye. Next week we'll have <laughs> so. These guys are from the Upper Decker podcast. Tell people, mm-hmm. come on, Ty, or who wants to do the duty oh, here? Oh, God, I'll do in. it. I'll do it. I'll do it. So we just talk baseball. We, uh, you know, we talk about the history of baseball. We talk about goofy names in baseball history, birthdays. We'll talk about, like, news that's going on throughout the season, keep you up to date on that. Obviously, we're not a breaking news podcast because that doesn't exist. So, not you know, really. it'll come out, and we'll give you our take on it later. We do a lot of, you know, right now we're in the middle of our divisional breakdown so we're going through each division al west nl west all that giving you the scoop on those situations and we like to have some guests on sometimes so we've had a couple bigger names on we've had uh xavier scruggs xavier scruggs was on uh jessica kleinschmidt she was on wait wait, wait. is it xavier or xavier i think it is it's xavier yeah okay good to know yeah, yeah. Thank you. I don't know. We just we call them X now because we're all basically we're just, GFFs. So yeah, it's really yeah. irrelevant at this point. You guys, 
That's fantastic. Congratulations. <laughs> we used to call Xavier Dan Xavier McDaniel in the nineties the basketball player. I called him the X Man, so you could just call him yeah. the X Man too. Oh, absolutely. We should do it. that. Yeah, you know, so by the way, this is a fun fact, real quick. Sorry. Xavier Dan McDaniel. I keep saying Daniel. Xavier <laughs> McDaniel. Great mm-hmm. basketball player for the Sonics. Uh, uh somebody else he played for. He actually said come on film in a movie and he meant to ejaculate from your penis oh i love it <laughs> yes and in a, a movie called singles from the 90s anybody ever see singles i have not i have not no no well hey check it out it's a cameron crow film cameron crow's pretty well known okay. right. yeah, yeah. yeah so uh i would recommend it go back and watch singles just so you can see the x-man say <laughs> come he really does it it makes me laugh every time i see oh. that movie so plus it's an amazing soundtrack classic soundtrack i'm on board there's Special come pumpkins. and good music. Yes. That's all I need, bro. What? <laughs> anyway, so you were talking about uh, your guest you're having on before I totally derailed you. No, it's cool. That's about it. So really, we're trying to lean towards that. We want to keep bringing in more guests and we kind of keep branching out. So stay tuned as to who's going to come on. We've got a couple others lined up. Uh, just keep an eye out on us. That's all I got to say, I guess. All righty. Well, that's fan, 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 fantastic. Cool. <laughs> this is a uh, Hey, it's Rico Palazzo, Fantasy Baseball Podcast, part of the Roto Fanatic Podcast Network. Have any of you guys ever been to rotofanatic.com? Oh, yeah. No. Oh. Been there a couple times, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. That's great. You know that I'm the, I partly own that website. It's pretty weird to say that, but it's true. Oh, look at you, go, buddy. So that's why I... we don't actually have an advertiser. I'm just putting in, we're propping up our own website. It's not oh, real advertising. Yeah, I remember when you signed over there and you got to your little uh, your little gig with them. I remember seeing you do that and you posted a video talking about it. And I gave my I boy did. Mike mad props, man. Look at you go. You're sweet. You're such a sweet man. Thank you so much. I, I try to be. Well, rotofanatic.com has great stuff. The Data Monster will help you win your league this year because it's got all the tools you need. It's got the data and you can compare prospect outcomes. So it also has historical data going back five years. Hmm. So I think it's a really good tool for finding out like how pitchers... Command, Command Plus, and WOBA on individual pitch counts. If you mm-hmm. really want to get in the weeds and like really get into it, it's pretty cool. I, I, I'm I'm a fan of it. And I got to be honest. It took me a while to learn it. <laughs> I'm not, but I got into it because Paul Mamino created it, and I'm like, gotcha. wow, this is intense. This is this is. It's not for the wary or the weak. Sure. It's only for the strong. I'll just have my I'll have my nerd buddy Dan hop on over. Perfect, perfect. And he I can translate it. to you know the common folk me. And we'll just figure it all out. So here we go. Yeah. No, I have, I have, I have a setting. They, they come over to Upper Decker. They listen to the Nerd Corner. They figure out what these stats mean, and then they go over to Roto Fanatic, and, and they then they in. apply it in real life. Oh, beautiful. That's a great yeah. system you got there, buddy. Woo! Like this, this is a match made in heaven right here. Yeah, we're just, yeah. we're just fluffing them up before they head on over to Roto Fanatic to finish. <laughs> You guys are fluffers, then. Fluffers. Yes. Somebody's cool. got to do that. it. Somebody has to do it, right? Hey, I, I don't judge, and uh, every job's a job. Cash is money. <laughs> and if Michigan wins March Madness, that'd be even better, Dan. I would love, if all those things happen in a row, that'd be fantastic. You know, I, I can't make promises on that, but you got the number one seed, so you're off to the start here. You're off to a good start, so. Yeah, we'll see. You know, we got some injury issues, but uh, you guys, uh, you guys do, Tone, you do a bracket? I do. I, I'm not very informed, though, these days. I used to be. I used to keep up with uh, college basketball quite a bit, and I have just – I don't know. I, I feel like my podcast and everything takes – the baseball world takes up so much of my brain. It's only I so big, you. man, you know? Like, yeah. 
God, the Billikens got screwed. I thought maybe you were bitter about the Billikens being left out. So, nah, it would have been cool, but you know, Mizzou's still in there. We'll They're still called the Billikens, though. It's the best yeah. nickname ever. I've always yeah. felt that way. That is a yeah. sick name. There's no other Billikens in any other of all the repeated names: the Wildcats, Cougars, Lions. Sure, Billikens stands that's alone. That's it. Great but game to go to too. So. They they put on a good show there. It's fun. And they had uh what's his face? Remember old uh Rick uh Majerus was the coach there for a time being. I remember that's that. True. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was a cool dude. He's dead now. But uh Aww. Yeah. Happens. I knew the soundboard was coming. I knew it. <laughs> Starting to learn. All right, let's cut the shit. Go to runfanatic.com. Check it out. Uh, our next show, by the way, on Tuesday, which we also will live stream, we'll have on two. That's right. Give me two, Utah. Utah. Give me two. Two Roto Fanatic studs in Paul Mamino and Crosby Spencer. They'll be on the next show. We'll be talking about the Data Monster and preseason hype and who they like and who they don't like. So it's going to be a lot of fun. On today's show, we'll be talking with these guys about uh, random nonsense, spring trading thoughts, the catch of the day. It's obvious. If you if you didn't catch anything today, the catch of the day is very clear in my eyes. Uh, we'll talk a little ADP, and we'll get some buttercups, which are overinflated players, players with values that are over the top. The ADP is too high. And we'll get into the value zone, players that can start on your fantasy squad. I'm talking 12-team leagues, too, here. But they have ADPs of 350 or lower. So a lot of fun. Hopefully you guys will learn a thing or two. And of course, we'll do shine or ride the pie to get these guys' predictions on the record. But we got to keep the show moving so we can get all that shit in before we have to go. Uh, that means it's time to do some housekeeping. So we got to fire up the old Belvedere music. Mr. Belvedere, anybody? Beautiful. Has anybody ever seen the show? Streaks on the China. I'm really digging this though. <laughs> yeah, check this out. It's beautiful. It's fun. I feel like this plays in my head 24-7. <laughs> really? Wow, I think so. I'm just like That's walking kind of around about my day. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm a loony band, man. I love well, not I'm... feeling like I'm the oldest one on the show though. This is fantastic. So thank you again for that. Yay! Yes, Mr. <laughs> Belvedere is an old reference. I get it. 1986 was a long, long time ago. He's a butler, right? A butler? He... He's definitely a butler. There's no doubt See, about I it. know that at least. But he's also a housekeeper. Oh, perfect. Got it. And a Makes house manager. Sense. I see the connections we're making here now. He wears a lot of hats, okay? So <laughs> don't don't label him. It's disrespectful. I know Mr. Belvedere wouldn't have it, and I got to stand up for Mr. B. Anyways, the point of playing the Belvedere music is do a little housekeeping and say thank you. We want to say thank you to the people who have contributed to the podcast uh, monetarily, by the way, which is like mind-blowing. We do accept donations. I don't make a big deal of it on the podcast, but you're welcome to uh, throw in a few bucks. It's all in the show notes on every show. So I want to say thank you to a man who donated money. And his name is Alan. Alan, thank you so much. I can't believe you did it. You blew my mind. He gave us $15. That was like the coolest thing ever. I, I almost cried. Alan, stir it. Thank you so much for your donation, Alan. You're a good human being. You didn't have to do it, but you did. And that, like all bullshit, no jokes, like that really is like humbling. It's like, wow, that is like so cool. Because I know not everybody's got cash flowing around and COVID and a lot of people have lost jobs, including myself. And I get all that. So I don't take it lightly. I, I really want to thank Alan Sturrett for donating to the show. Thank you very much, Mr. Sturrett. Hell yeah. What a guy. Yeah, I don't even know him, but I, I love him already. I'm yeah, a he's fan great. of he's great. <laughs> he is. I like he's him. a great guy. Alan, if you're out there, shout out to you. So. 
All right. Now I also want to say thanks to everybody who's been, uh, you know, giving us the time and day and efforts. Mason Dodd, thank you for letting us do YouTube videos with you. He's a cool guy. Check out the Fantasy Baseball Flock on YouTube. Type that in, Fantasy Baseball Flock. He's got videos that I did with him. And, of course, you can check out our own YouTube channel on our Twitter bar. Plaza Podcast. Two L's, two Z's. All the information is in the bio. And the last league of the Plaza Invitational is finishing up their draft as we speak. So once that's done, we're going to have all the leagues kind of organized into a chart so we can see who's got who and who's going to be the best team of the four leagues we got, which is really cool. I'm really happy about that because we're going to have an overall winner, guys, with the biggest trophy for this so, yeah, if you can win your individual league, but if you win overall, kind of like a TGFBI or something like that, it's our own little mini version of the Palazzo community. I'm going to get a big-ass trophy. So. Look you there. Yeah. Oh, and you win money, too. So. Oh, yeah. That's all right, I guess. Nah, yeah, honestly, I who cares about the money? You got guys like Alan to give you money. You get a trophy, dude. Alan. God. I'm still humbled by you. What a what a great guy. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm going to be on the uh, Friends with Fantasy Benefits pod this week, too. And um, Mark Kiefer is making a debut with his new podcast. I'm going to be on there as well. Shout out to Mark. He's a good guy. So there it is. I just want to let you guys know where you can find me, what do we got going on. Don't forget to check out all of our past shows on every podcast platform. Five-star review at Apple Podcasts would be wonderful. <laughs> it would. It would. It would be nice. You'd make our day. So, Please and thank you. All right, let's cut the shit. Enough about me, enough about this show. The Hands of Rico Palazzo Fantasy Baseball Podcast. It's time to get into something we call Leading Off. Okay, oh, today... It was beautiful, sorry. Well, what, go ahead, speak I'm just mind. taking it all in. You had it down pat. What is that, by the way? You know what that is? I mean, no, I don't think so. Do I? Does anyone know what that is? It's just the jingle. It's just I don't know. It's just the the, the sports arena jingle. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Dan? know it's from. Uh no, it's uh it's an old uh, uh composition. I just can't remember the name of it. I've heard it before. I just don't remember what it's called. It is an old video game, an NES, mm. the classic Nintendo Entertainment System from RBI Baseball. There Three. It is. Ah, perfect. Ah. So every time, like in between innings, or they do, you know, they have that stupid music. So right. it definitely sounds eight bit, but that's where it comes oh, yeah. from. So I, I want people to know it's baseball connected. There we wow. go. Perfect. Well, that gets us into leading off, and we're here because we're going to talk a little bit about spring training, and I want to talk about the catch of the day because this is somebody who deserves a lot of, of props. Our first catch of the day, Shohei Otani. Two home runs today. Oppo Tacos, man. I have been so excited about Shohei Otani all offseason. I've been slowly building to a momentous moment where I'm just going to burst with Otani love all over the world. I'm not kidding. <laughs> I, he's six foot four, 225. He's got elite sprint speed. He can crush the ball. And he's a pitcher, too. And he looks like he's throwing 100 miles an hour again. I, I don't even care about the pitcher part. I love the hitter right. part. Yeah. So, Dan, tell me why you love Shohei Otani. I mean, literally everything that you just mentioned, right? He is a top of the rotation starter, and he's also a middle of the order bat. What? Like what? We haven't seen Boom. that since uh, I don't know. There's there was a guy who played back in the 1920s. He kind of pitched a little bit. He kind of hit a little bit. I can't remember his name. Like oh, yeah. baby, uh, baby Ruthie. 
Was that? You mean it's the same guy? Forever. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. Sultan of Swat. I, was for that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, come on. How do you not love Shohei Otani, dude? Just watch him. I want him to stay healthy. Like, I really want him to stay healthy. Right. Because I want to watch him crush dingers and then strike motherfuckers out two days later. Like, because that's just awesome. Yeah. I think I'm more intrigued by Shohei than I am in love with him. And that doesn't mean I, I don't, I, there's nothing I dislike about Shohei. I'm just, uh, just let me see it though. Let me see. I like, we're, we're seeing it now. We're starting to see it in the spring. Um, but I just want to see it all come together. And then I will, I will be able to fully appreciate Shohei for what he is. That's fair. Yeah, I'm kind of on the same, uh, the same train as Tone there. So when he was coming over and he was, you know, being, compared to the uh, the Japanese Babe Ruth and stuff. Of course, that's that put a sour taste in my mouth right off the bat. I was like, we haven't even seen the guy yet. But now that he's healthy, finally, and he's doing stuff on both sides of the field, man, it's it's very intriguing to see. Also, it's a bummer. Oh, go ahead, Tom. I was just going to say, you mentioned his, his the heat he was throwing, but his breaking stuff has been nasty as well. Mm-hmm. The splitter. Yeah. Yeah, I I, uh, I also have this friend. Well, we'll just call him X. You know, we may have talked about him for a second. <laughs> you know, he was saying something about the Korean leagues and the Japanese leagues being like double A to triple A in comparison to Major League Baseball. So I was nervous about the translation from uh, from Japan to America. And now that he's healthy, I think he's finally going to pay off. I hope. I hope. I want it to be clear. I am on the record. This is the moment. If you haven't heard this show before, if this is the first time you've encountered the show, I've been pushing Shohei Otani all offseason long, and mainly the hitter. I'm a big, big proponent of him as the hitter. The pitching to me would just be a bonus. But if you play in an NFBC league or something like that, you can play him on both sides, and you get to choose the week of to mm. set the lineup. And Yahoo has two different versions, so Correct. you can draft the pitcher or the hitter. I would draft the hitter. I would be a little more concerned about the pitcher guy, but I believe the hitter truly is an MVP caliber player. And right now, this is the time to buy because his value dipped so much from the goofy, bogus 2020 that we had, you know, short sample size, and it messed everything up. But now, especially in Dynasty Leagues too, he's still young. I would have I would have been purchasing him, making transactions for him probably a month ago, to be honest with you. Sure. Good to look out. out. I'll have to I'll have to do that. We'll see. I'll trust you, Mike. I've trusted you before. You never steer me wrong. So you don't have to trust me, man. You just trust in Shohei. This guy is he's a rare bird. He's just a unique talent. And you're not gonna see guys like him come along very often. The guy he hit two home runs off, or one of the home runs today was off Michael Lorenzen, who also ah. likes to kind of moonlight as a two-way player. Absolutely. You know, he can hit a bit. He's he a tried to get the, the two-way designation. What was it last year? Remember yeah, they were I think like so. Because of because of players like him and Lorenzen, they started making, hey, we got to have you declare yourself a two-way player before the season, blah, 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 which is mm-hmm. just an annoying little rule, in my opinion. Yeah. But, I, yeah, if you have a certain amount of at-bats or something, like you should be able to just be listed as two. Like, why declare it? I don't get it. Just do yeah. your job, Yahoo or ESPN or whoever. Unreal. <gasps> Man, you're harsh, dude. <laughs> No respect, is there? No. Nah. You, you should be recording with him every week. This is this is a every day occurrence type thing for him. <laughs> well, look, I, I just want people to know this is your time. Shoei Otani, definitely, without a doubt, my catch of the day. So we'll move on from that. But of course, Good. our first catch of the day. That leads us into we got to say farewell to some guys. They got hurt. Not cool. <laughs> 
Now we're talking, Mike. Now I know what's up. All right. <laughs> so uh, Austin Nola's got a broken finger. That's going to be a problem. If you were a fan of his, if you were drafting him on the Padres, he's going to be on the IL to start the season. There's no way that's going to be avoided at this point. Sure. Um, but Victor Caratini was acquired in the offseason. And they yeah. have another prospect, <clears throat> Luis Campusano. Camps, Campusano? Campusano? Yes. Nailed it. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, Dan, Dan. So what, what would you make of this situation here with Austin Nola? Uh, hey, you were looking at Austin Nola or are you a guy that's been drafting him? So uh, I, I, I like Nola a lot, right? Like, and obviously the Padres do too, because you don't give up a guy like Taylor Trammell uh, in a trade to acquire an Austin Nola, unless you're very, very high on him. So I do think this sucks, but it also makes, like you mentioned, grabbing Victor Caratini in the U Darvish trade uh, that much more important. I don't know. Depending on how long Nola is going to be sidelined, I don't know that I would really worry too much about grabbing like a Campusano because um, I don't know if they're going to really want to blow a year of eligibility for three weeks, you know, worth of catching duties. Um, so I like this for Caratini a whole lot. Anybody else want to chime in on Austin Nola? Anybody have a nope, passion that's... for Austin Nola? <laughs> no, nope. I mean, he nailed it. I can't really, you know, summarize it anymore, you know. Grab him later in your drafts, obviously, but you, know, oh, yeah. you, you can't sleep on him the whole time because people are still going to take him. He's a great player. So, you know, just keep it in mind. The, the, multiple, spoken. the multiple position eligibility is obviously always a plus for any player, um, and that ups their value in my mind. Um, you know, so he could be a mediocre hitter, but, you know, just being able to pop him in there, you know, you could run two catchers kind of if you had a catcher, and then he could pop him in there on the off days and mix and match and all that, just because versatility is really, 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 really good in fantasy baseball. Absolutely. I am with you all the way. The more positions that you're eligible for, the better. A Jeff McNeil or a David oh. Fletcher type. I'm always mm, down. Mm, mm, you're speaking mm, my language there, Mike. Oh, oh yeah. My boys, the you, flying squirrel and old Fletch, dog. If you, mm. if you say the name Garrett Hampson on this pod, you will watch Ty literally go from 6 to 12. Yeah. Coors. <laughs> <laughs> we love Garrett Hampson on this podcast because he plays. Coors. It's a beautiful place to hit a ball. It's a beautiful Absolutely. place to shag True. some flies. I have actually worked at Coors Field once upon a time. It was a great time in my life. I had nice. a good time there. Hmm. I was a nice. supervisor. Oh, of of what, Mike? I was a assistant supervisor to the general man. No, I was uh, <laughs> working in food service over there as supervisor of six concession stands at once. So you kind of run around and I would run all over Coors Field because you got to yeah. go down into the bowels to like get the bags of popcorn or the refills of stuff. Oh, we're out of hot dog buns. I'd have to bring up a crate and it's a lot of running. Yeah, it was in pretty good shape back then, I would there say. You go. Me and huh. Tone, uh, we saw Coors back in October, but of course it was closed. So we just looked in from the outside. It looked really cool though. Coors. That's too bad. You guys missed out. Go see a game there. It's a lot of fun. One time I had to pull the plug because the rule is, this is a universal rule in all of Major League Baseball. I believe okay. it still is. You got to pull the kegs out Pull the tap out the third out of the seventh inning. When the inning ends, no matter what's happening, right. that's it. Pull the plug. So wow. <laughs> one of our stands was uh, you know, a local beer hut, and this guy's waiting in line, and the third out comes along, and he's one guy behind. Mm. And we're like, that's it, guys. That's the third out. This is the last customer. And this guy loses. He's like, what? Who thought you This guy had to have his last beer because he's got to get through right. the ninth. I mean, come yeah, on. Sure. Right. He was God probably going to order two innings. Yeah. 
he probably wanted a double fist. It was a, uh, he was pissed. He's very. I get pissed, it. So. I, you know, hey, you know what? Cheers to that guy. I totally get it. <laughs> Look, I understand it, but you got to know. Clearly, the guy had to know baseball. I mean, anybody who's right. having booze or beer at a baseball game by now should know the rules of the seventh inning pull and the plug. It must have been his first time at Coors Field because it wasn't like they just invented the rule. Right. So, right. On side note, on uh, in the ballpark village in, outside of Bush Stadium here, so in St. Louis where the Cardinals play, right? The, oh, they've got I need ballpark a bush village. drop. Bush. <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I got right here is Alante. I'm gonna write that down. So they uh, they're not technically inside of Bush Stadium, so they don't follow the same rules as MLB. So you can actually oh. drink all the way until the bottom of the ninth, and you can still technically see inside because they have their little uh, their little platform for you to see into the the stadium. So, well, fun note: if you ever do come to St. Louis and watch a game, that's an excellent place to watch it from. I have never been to St. Louis ever, I believe. So if come I on ever down. go, come oh, on down, down. definitely. We're going to a game for sure. When I finally make my way yeah. down to the uh, gateway to the West, I will be there. Absolutely. Absolutely. We're going to do it. We're going to do it right. Well, if you're doing that, then I guess we can catch a Tigers game with you at some point. No, there's nothing to see here. <laughs> oh, I didn't want to well, say it. Oh, man. <laughs> In three years, you know, when uh, Spencer Torkelson's up and kicking yep. ass. What did I say? Like, what did up? I say on our pod earlier? I said three years. Give me three years and I like yeah. it. Yeah. Yep. Hey, thanks. BK Rajman 33. Great stuff. We appreciate it, guys. We appreciate you guys watching the live stream, by the way. Absolutely. For those of you listening on the podcast, you're not any less important. We very much appreciate your podcast listenership, but the live stream allows you to comment. And if you guys have any questions, you want to ask any of these three guys from the Upper Decker podcast, Send now's it. the time. Yeah, Strike. just ask Dan what kind of beard oil he uses. <laughs> you know, any beard-related questions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, toned. you guys... Tony Tycon, you got the goatee slash mustache thing going on there. And I got like the, the prepubescent three musketeers going. Mm. <laughs> I like that. You know Mine's I mean? like a uh my I look like Carl Pavano's chubby uncle. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of what I'm going for. I, I I trimmed it down though a little bit. It was getting a little out of control. So Dude, it's sweet. Whatever. <laughs> Hey, whatever you're rocking on your face, it's you're still a sexy man to me. So thank you for being hey, on the I show. Of course. Thank you for showing your face, Tone. The guys <laughs> out there, if you have questions, drop them here. And we'll try to ask them before the show ends. So uh, we're saying bye-bye-bye to Austin Nola. He's 31 years old, by the way. He's no spring yeah, chicken. right. People think he's like, oh, he's a new guy on the scene. No, he's yeah. old. Yeah, so, he's been hanging out for a while, but I don't know. I like... I like him out there in San Diego. I'll I'll take anybody in San Diego at this point. I mean, that lineup is just crazy. Oh, boy. Someone's falling in love. Oh, dear. Listen, if you would have heard me at the beginning yeah. of 2020, you would not think that. I hated the Padres. Couldn't stand them. Tatis, oh. Tatis has flipped me, man. I'm all about, all about One San man Diego. can change everything? One man has all the power. Wow. That's incredible. Mm -hmm. <laughs> see, see there you need a he-man reference because he said has all the power and i have the power listen i was oh that's great i got a uh poor substitute for that phenomenal cosmic power <laughs> Perfect. That's the best I, got. I like that one that'll, that'll work that'll do but i love he-man i actually own the entire series on dvd i'm a right. sad man <laughs> <laughs> i was a big fan of the uh masters of the universe movie when i was a kid oh, i come I, on Made my parents watch that movie. So yeah, okay, but I'm a little bit younger than you, so I was a I was like five. Watching I was seven. That. No, when it was I was trash. watching. All right, whatever, dude. It was, <laughs> it was awesome. Trash. Oh, it was awesome. 
but they they have this guy named Orko in the in the TV show, and then they make this totally different dude. There's no Orko. It's like, oh, we'll just uh, create this guy, the little big face dude. I'm like, what? Why? Why? You got Dolph Lundgren. You got Courtney Cox. What's not to like? I like Dolph Lundgren as He-Man. I got no beef with that. But the whole Courtney Cox storyline doesn't need to be there either. Who cares about her dead parents? We want to hear about He-Man and Man-at-Arms and Skeletor. We want to focus on that shit. And it just... Uh, never mind. I've, I've had this debate before. And this is nothing personal. I touched a nerve. Yeah, yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Uh, all right, so Austin Nola's out. Victor Caratini's your replacement. Austin Nola had a nice little 2020, although mm -hmm. it was a short sample size. So slow your roll. Don't get too excited, even if he is on the Padres. Uh, one other note, there's some other injuries of note that I don't think they're that big a deal. Sonny Gray, some back issues. I don't think it's huge, but it's something right. to monitor. Keep an eye on. Anybody a Sonny Gray fan regardless? Oh, yes, absolutely. I love me oh. some Sonny Gray. Um, yeah. I am a little bit more cautious now because that mid-back strain that he's got right now is what ended up he was on the IL at the end of 2020 with as well. So if this is a lingering injury, I'm going to keep my eye open on Sonny. I mean – I like everything that he has when he's healthy, when he's on the mound. I think it's great. I think he's got Cy Young capabilities. But if he can't stay healthy, then, you know, what can you do? I don't know. Tone, you want to add to that because you love him? I mean, I, yeah, I don't – I love him a lot. Or I like him a lot. I don't know if I love him. But, um, you know, I think the injury is definitely a question mark. I'm, I'm – Glad he is where he is, though. I like him in Cincinnati, and and I I think the 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 Sunny Gray that we're seeing in the last two years in Cincy is the real Sunny Gray. Um, there was like flashes of brilliance in Oakland, and then what the hell happened in New York? Um, but I think we're kind of like seeing middle of the road Sunny Gray, which is a good road to be on. He's he's pitching well, so mm -hmm. it is a good road to be on. I love it. I was kind of avoiding Gray because I just don't know what to expect from him in Cincinnati this year. I'm not a big fan of that park either. Oh, yeah, our guy here, BK Rosmans, we talked about this last show. Jonathan Hernandez was potential closer for the Texas Rangers. He's yep. got an UCL sprain. Yeah. Um, I said he's bye-bye-bye. He was on the last segment of bye-bye-bye, for those of you that missed the last show. We're like, Jose LeClerc era is back in business. Even Whether you like Jose LeClerc or not, he is the closer in Texas now, and you should be targeting him all day long. Absolutely. Uh, as a Texas Ranger fan uh, living here in St. Louis, uh, not the best. Oh, yeah. Not the best. Of course. But, I'm going to uh, that. Jeez, I'm such a dick. <laughs> it's okay, man. Uh, LeClerc is back, like you said, but they just traded away Rafael Montero to the to the Mariners. Mm. And that was the guy I really had my eye on, and now I'm like, oh, we're stuck with we're stuck with LeClerc. I mean, he's okay, but I would definitely grab Montero even on a bad Mariners team over LeClerc on a bad Rangers team. So, <laughs> yeah, they're probably like, shit, maybe we shouldn't have traded Montero now. Right? Psh, unreal. I don't think you could ever have enough bullpen depth either. That's just me. But I also like, Agreed. I do at the same time, I liked moving relievers when they have a high value because I do think they're replaceable. So I actually, yeah. I'm, I'm double speaking here and I'm lying. So, I don't know what the okay. truth is. Sure, but then you look at the Reds and they trade away Rizal Iglesias, and now you've got Amir Garrett with a forearm strain, and forearm strains scare the shit out of me with pitchers. So, yeah, I mean, to your point, you can't have enough bullpen depth because you know it's always good to have them, but I don't know that they're necessarily replaceable like that. I mean, they're I think they're going to be kicking themselves for that trade here pretty soon. So, hmm. that's a okay. That's a good point. I I was a proponent last year of the Tigers trading Gregory Soto, who showed mm -hmm. some life because I thought it'd be a good time to move him. 
But now he might be the best closer of the bunch that they have left. So I'm kind of glad they didn't trade him. Right. It just depends on the return you're going to get. I, I think relievers right. can be replaceable. But the more we're talking about this out loud, the more I'm – I think I agree with you, Dan. I think you're right. Yeah, but on a 100-loss team, do you really need a closer? I mean, like, who cares at that point? Like, you're going to lose the games anyway. <laughs> just trade them away and get some pieces. <laughs> Dan, you're going to get us kicked off. Poor Mike. No, oh, no, man. no, 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 no. no. Like, we are self-deprecating here. Bring it on. Let's let's pile on these pieces of shit. Uh, <laughs> I mean, these guys these guys think they're cool because they got some guy named Nolan Arenado or some shit. Like, eh, you know. You know, right. Trash. What's going on with that? <laughs> <laughs> if I've never said it on this show in the past six weeks, I've avoided Nolan Arenado in every single draft I've done. And I've done about 12 or 13 drafts. Really? No shares at all. Why? Even with his ADP dropping a lot this year. It's still not worth it to me. I'd rather, <laughs> I'd rather wait to get my... I'd rather have Alex Bregman over him at third. Okay. I'd, rather, I'd yeah. rather wait to get Yohan Mankata in the 70s or 80s. Wow. Listen, I love ripping Ooh. these guys on Nolan Arenado, but I'd take Nolan Arenado right where he's at. I love it. I think he's going to go off. I think he's about to go off here. I think Where's, Mr. Ty here predicted him to leave the NL Central on home runs. Is that right? I believe I, I did. I'm pretty sure I put it up there at 40-plus. I think he's going to let it rip this season. So where's your ideal range to grab Arenado then? I'm, I'm curious on this. Oh, blasphemy. Man, we... Zach Nelson says, blasphemy. How dare I? I'm sorry, <laughs> Thank Zach. you, Zach. Thank you. Zach, Zach I, I like Zach. You're a good man, Zach. But sometimes we're wrong, and it's okay to admit when we're wrong. We move forward from it. And to me, I just would rather have any other third baseman. If he fell far enough, I would take him. But he's never. he would have to fall into the late 50s, 60s for me, to be honest with you. Wow. Mm. I, just, I think that the course field effect is massive. And he also doesn't give me steals. And I would I like to get some third like Devers can give me a few steals. I would rather mm -hmm. take Devers because I think he can match the production as well. But this really is based on the Mankata love. It's just as intense as it is for the Otani love I have. I believe Mankata could be a borderline AL MVP this year. Wow. Really? Wow. Okay. So that's why I'm gonna wait. Because he can also a, give me those ten steals. Yeah. He's in a solid lineup to to put that kind of production together. I mean, he's gonna get the RBI chances and the run chances and all that. So he's been yeah. hitting cleanup in spring training. So I I just Okay. Nolan Arenado's could he could make me look like a total dick, and I'm ready to admit that, Dan. I really am. Like <laughs> I I'm not gonna I'm not trying to shit on him. I just don't like where his ADP is still. I thought it would slip more when he got traded, and it hasn't slipped enough for me sure see i don't i don't know that there's much of a cores effect there i mean you look at dj lemayhew right he actually improved offensively when he left and uh. i think part of that i think a lot of that is you don't have to go from hitting at cores where everything is straight to somewhere else where the breaking balls are way more exaggerated you're you're going to get a little bit more used to the break on a curveball or a slider if you're never in course field. So I don't I don't think that there's really going to be a huge huge drop off for him. And I will 100% admit I'm a homer, right? Like I'm a huge Cardinals fan. So there's there's definitely an asterisk next to that, but I don't think the course effect is as drastic as people make it out to be. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to shut you up real quick, Dan, and then we can move on cuz we've sprung a leak on the Nolan Arenado boat here. Um, <laughs> so Paul Goldschmidt, you know, played out there at, uh with the Diamondbacks. That's the second highest elevation. And he came here and he sucked so hard his first two years. Now he's finally used to it and he's back to it. However, 
I mean, Goldschmidt was up there. It's the same thing with Arenado, man. Who knows? He might have a bad season and then get used to it, like you said, on those breaking balls. But I don't know. I still think he's going to do great. But I just had to play devil's advocate here, Dan. Yeah, that's just because you're a dick. But that's all right. We love you anyway. <laughs> Somebody's got to be, man. <laughs> Whatever, Mike. Such a crock of shit. I'm with you, Mike. <laughs> I'm with you, man. Let's ride it out. Nolan Arenado is off. What's a realist? Okay. Real quick, uh, Tone, what's a realistic stat line for Nolan Arenado? Like, just home runs, oh, average. Uh, average, I'll give 295. I'm going to give him 35 plus, th- wow. 35 home runs. And I will give him, depending on the lineup structure, 110 RBIs. Wow, okay. Well, that's something he's done one, two, three, four, five times in his career with the RBIs. And the home runs he's done again one two three four right. five six times he's had thirty five or more six mm-hmm. times. It's it's a tough balance. The the course effect does scare me a little bit, but I also just know how how happy he's going to be here in St. Louis compared to Colorado. And it's hard to uh, quantify that, right? Like we're just going to have to wait and see. But we'll see. My guy, uh, my guy's jumping in here with the yeah, classic split. People like to throw this out there with the OPS split of 985 career at home for Arenado, 793 away. But that plays into what I said where you're the the breaking pitches are more dramatic when you're used to playing in uh in cores and then you leave. Uh shout out to my guy. That's Joe by the way. He's a good dude. Joe, what's up man? I hope you're doing well. You're my guy. <laughs> Joe's a great dude. He really is. Joe in Grand Rapids. Look, you're right. Every player has a lower OPS on the road, right? It's just a matter of how much wider is the gap. Um, mm-hmm. Look, we, oh, let's move on for this because we could probably talk about this for a while I'm longer. I'm telling you, I've, I've been doing it for three weeks with these guys. <laughs> <laughs> the Goldschmidt is one is what intrigues me. Now, and also, the real quick, the DJ LeMayhew analogy, Yankee Stadium is a vastly different park than Bush. And that that sure. would be my oh, only caveat sure. to that. For sure. And our park factors at rotofanatic.com. <laughs> Crosby Spencer does really good work with those, and I, I really rely on those more than I ever have. And they have Bush as one of the not it's like one of the five worst parks for right-handed hitters, I believe. It's not a great park for righties. So hmm. yeah. I trust Crosby. And the, so if Crosby's wrong, I'm gonna partly blame him, which will give me some, a scapegoat for later. So I want to make sure that's clear. <laughs> Got it. Sure. Because I don't take responsibility for my own actions. <laughs> Do any I'm of sure. us really? I mean, come on. Let's be honest. No, politicians don't. Why should we? Come on. Boom. Boom! All right. (laughs) So there's more injuries galore, but uh, we'll table some of that. Bye-bye-bye temporarily. Long-term, Shogo Akiyama is going to be on the DL. The DL. I said the DL. (laughs) The IL starts Showing your age. Mm -hmm. I know. What a loser. Uh, Brendan Rodgers, also a guy people are getting excited about. He's hurt. Uh, There's a bunch of little dings here that are going to limit players to start the year, but... I wouldn't panic too much yet. The biggest injuries are the ones, where, like you said, the UCL sprains, shoulders issues for pitchers, elbow pit. Mm-hmm. Those are the big red flags. Hitters, even Jared Kalenic's already swinging a bat and getting back on track. So that oblique thing or that side issue is not even that big a deal, apparently. Right. So, so don't get too freaked out. That's the lesson for everybody. Spring training, injuries, don't freak out. Take right. it easy. Absolutely. Relax. Don't do it. <laughs> All right. This is the Hey, it's Rico Palazzo Fantasy Baseball Show, part of the Roto Fanatic Podcast Network. Go to rotofanatic.com today and check out Matt Williams' player breakdowns. They are incredible. Some of the best player breakdowns in the business. He does Twitter threads that are like 25 tweets long, all organized into one on individual players so you can make the right choice come 
draft time, and we are knee deep in draft season. Uh, Tony, how many leagues do you play in in a given year? Oh, too serious, and then several that I piddle with. <laughs> <laughs> you piddler, you. <laughs> yeah. Dan? Uh, I will be the first to admit, I am not a big fantasy baseball guy. Like I used to be, and then I didn't have, I know, cue it up. There it is. Um, I, it's hard for me to stay invested unless like I know everyone in the league. So I've got the one with these guys, mm-hmm. and we've got some others that we're going to be in. It's fantasy baseball. like It's a daily thing, right? It, it's not like you can just set it and then be done for a week like football or whatever. So sure. I need to I need to know everyone that I'm in there with, and I need to know that things are going to happen. So this is my first fantasy baseball season in quite a while, and I'm actually really, really looking forward to it. Insane fantasy <laughs> That's crazy, man. Wow. That, but I want to... I want to commend you, Dan, for being honest and forthright. Thank you for that. I do appreciate that. Hey, you're and very I know, welcome. I know what you mean. Like, ah, I lost the connection with my league mates. Right. But I kind of, I used to feel like that about three or four years ago, and I kind of got beyond that. And now I'll just join any league just mm-hmm. to try to make money. I, I can, I can appreciate your position. I really can. Ty, what about you, buddy? I'm in kind of like the same as tone. I'm in two super serious ones where I pay attention every day, do all that. I've got two or three kind of on the back burner where I just. I experiment with stuff and try and learn as I go with that. I'll like one will be like a super I'll, I'll draft very risky and I'll like draft like the, the, the prospects coming up, the guys that I'm really looking for. And like I'll stretch to make sure that I get them and I'll watch that entire team over there. It's mainly for like research purposes on my end. That way I can see what these guys are doing and know what they're worth. And then if I want them in my serious leagues, I'll turn around and, you know, make a trade to somebody who maybe hasn't been paying as much attention or just, pick them up if nobody's seen them you know so just Damn. the more the more avenues i have man the more the, the more i can cheat basically <laughs> the better the chance it is for me so it's a bold strategy cotton it is hey You're man cutthroat motherfucker man <laughs> <laughs> i never said i was anybody's friend i'm out here for blood you know this is my first i won my first fantasy baseball league last year first one ever Thank yeah, you. Yeah, you deserve Thank applause. You. Sorry. Thank all you. Right. Applause. All right, all right. So all right. now, so now I got the weight on my shoulders. I gotta, I gotta come out swinging this year. I really got to do it big because if I come in like sixth or later, I know I'm just gonna get ripped the entire time. Oh man. Well, so, hey. Forever. Championships forever. last forever, man. That's They're true. They're always gonna be up there on the on the mantle, the wall, or the rafters, wherever the hell you hang your championship shit. So. Oh, I got a tattoo of it on my ass. So. Ah, that's right. You yeah. do, don't you? Yeah, I sent you that DM. You saw it. <laughs> yeah, it was right after the dick pic. I remember that. Yeah. Hey, I thought we weren't going to tell anybody about that. Well, it was consensual. We were, you know, we have a thing going on. And well, we yeah, don't but talk now about in public, but, but now Tone's jealous. Tone, I'm I, sorry, man. I, I didn't know if you knew, but uh, we are uh, we got our own thing going on. But, you know, I'm big into multiple partners, so we can talk about something. <laughs> we can work out something. So. Unreal. Just want to make that clear. All right, All right. Well, this is the Hanson Rico Palazzo Fantasy <laughs> Baseball Podcast, and it's now time for us to have some fun. Don't forget, it's two L's, two Z's. That's why we do the old drop Utah. here with Gary Busey, who's an underrated human being. I love you, Gary Busey. If you're out there thinking of you, this is the official podcast of Russell Crowe, by the way, the official fantasy baseball podcast of Russell Ooh. Crowe. So want to make that clear as well. It's not time for the goofy part of the show because we've been pretty tame and boring so far. Oh, That's so boring. Up, right? All right. So lame. It's time for Enrico's Inquisition. 
Would you prefer to deal with a manipulative person or a callous person? Wow, this is deep. Deep into my psyche. Alan Trammell or Lou Whitaker? Oh, I knew you were going to hit me with that. The 1988 Dodgers or the 2020 Dodgers? Oh, the 1988, by far. It was the happiest moment like of my sports life. That was my first gut moment. Oh, oh Nelly, get ready for <laughs> some doozies. Because it's time for everybody's favorite part of the show, Enrico's Inquisition. <laughs> God bless. That was awesome. Wow. Boys, boys, we got some work to do. <laughs> so uh, this is Enrico's Inquisition, where we uh, ask some this or that scenarios. We mix it up. We ask questions. Whatever comes to mind, anything's game. Let's keep it tidy and organized. Let's take it from the top. Let's start with Tone. What's your favorite band, Tone? Ooh. Uh, or top. Uh, it could be one of your favorites. It doesn't have to be an absolute. Right now, the 1975. Oh. <laughs> that means I he have one of their know. songs in a playlist. No, I know who they are. Uh, okay. I know who they are. All right. I have one of their songs. Great makeout song. I can't remember the name of it, but it's great for making out. <laughs> I've got a few of those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, I can dig on that. Uh, not sure. to be confused with. There's another band with 1979 in it. You know what I'm talking about? It's like something something 1979. It's really strange. The uh, Smashing cool. Pumpkins song, or oh, you're talking. <laughs> Uh, oh, that's a good reference, though. Uh, it's like oh, falling from above something, 1979. Death, death from above, 1979. Yes, thank you. Yes. Well I've done. never listened to them, but I am familiar with the name. Well, in the early days, I used to mix up those two names. That's the long, drawn-out point to that point in the story. <laughs> Dan, what about you? Favorite band? Favorite artist? Uh, if I had to go band top five, probably ACDC. Just uh, on the spot. Not necessarily for any one thing in particular, but they got me into rock music in general, so they're always going to have a a special place. I have actually one ACDC reference tattoo right now, and it will be two before it's all said and done. You're telling me with a beard like that, ZZ Top is not your answer. (laughs) That is is correct. That is what I'm telling you. Unreal. (laughs) Wow, man. That's great. That was a good reference there, Ty. I got to tell you. Fool this man! I respect oh. the beard, and uh, I like ACDC okay. I'm not a big fan. I like ZZ Top a little bit better, I think, if listen, I had to make it. Listen, I understand that 99% of ACDC music sounds exactly the same. I 100% understand that. They just have a special place, so they're always going to be a top five for me. Well, who cares, right? Yeah. Right. You look yeah. like the kind of guy who's going to do your thing regardless. You don't give in right. to convention or, you know, oh, I better follow the trends. That's, yeah, that's pretty much exactly me to a T right there. I believe it. That's why I like it. That's why I'm glad to know you, Dan. Thank you so much. I gotta tell you, Thunderstruck in Varsity Blues. I mean, if you don't have yeah. that song in that movie, that movie sucks. It's just not gonna be the same movie. So sometimes the movie music makes the film. And Fair that's, I mean, the Varsity Blues. Bi- that's the case. Whipped cream bikini didn't hurt. Allie Larder, a lost beautiful. She's a lost hottie. She was a gorgeous woman. Am I, am I allowed to say a woman's gorgeous? Because I believe that. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna stand behind it. Ellie Larder, if you're out there, we'd welcome you on as a guest. Shout out to Ellie Larder right now. <laughs> Missing you. Thinking of you. Ty, what about you? Uh, favorite artist band? I just got asked that this weekend, to be honest. Oh, yeah. God, I'm unoriginal. No, you're okay. My answer was the Gorillas. Oh. I love the Gorillas, man. Okay. Just that little funk, just that little twang, dude. Dude, I get down on some Gorillas, man. And all the artistry that goes with it, the animation. Everything. Yeah. It's so crazy. 
Who even are they? Nobody knows. They're cartoons, right? So, you know, yeah. it's just whatever. It can be whatever the hell you want it to be. It's awesome. All I know is it's that one guy from Blur. That's the only thing I have to go on. Right. There is that. Yeah. But That's all I know. And I don't even know his all, name. Yeah, neither. That's all anybody knows ever. That one guy from Blur. He does the gorilla stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's pretty cool stuff. I got to say, it's very funky. It makes me want to you know, shake my bomb on. Right. Remember, I mean, remember, uh, remember that song? Damon Albarn, by the way, is the the guy you guys are thinking of. You're fucking ruining it for me, Dan. I didn't want to know. <laughs> well, He's helping the show. He's helping the listeners. He's sharing uh, information. That's a good thing. Thank you, Dan. I got you. You're a, positive. You're, a, you're a net value to this world. Thank you. All right. Let's uh, go over to Dan. Uh, Dan, do you prefer ceilings or floors? Floors. Okay. Ty? Dude, this is hard. Like, obviously, there's going to be something we below you. We come back your- to you, Ty. Tell him. I think I gotta go floors, man. There you go. That's how you answer a question like that. Yeah. Oh, shit. Well, okay. So I have to pose a question then. Oh. Is is the ground floor? Like, do I still have ground beneath me, or am I just hovering? We don't add anything. I don't give you context. I just ask Unreal. these things. Well, I'm gonna be different. I'm gonna say ceiling and just assume that there's the ground below me. So now I've at least got shelter. You guys are just sitting out here like idiots in the rain. <laughs> Fair uh, enough. Perfect. Great. Yeah. Hey, I got no I got no beef with that. You gotta think. It. I'm trying. That's what we do on the show. And the hey, it's Rico Palazzo Fantasy Baseball Podcast. We're doing Enrico's Inquisition. We're getting to the minds of these maniacs who are from the Upper Decker Podcast. Make sure you follow them on Twitter at Upper Decker Pod. Dan. Hmm. Curveballs or sliders? Sliders. Ooh, curveballs, dude. I gotta go curve. Oh, we have our own panel. This is fun. We can have a majority. I don't answer, but yeah, that's two to one curveballs. That's fun. There you go. Uh, favorite curveball of all time? Anybody? Adam Wainwright. Uh, Barry Zito. There it is. God, it comes up all Barry the time. Barry Zito. What about a person? Like, what about a Cardinal that had a great curveball? Adam, Adam Wainwright. Wainwright. Is his curveball any good? Yeah, absolutely. Adam Wainwright's Adam Wainwright's curveballs. Just Specific, epic. Yeah. Specifically, 2006 NLCS, and I mean, I'm sorry, buddy, but also the World Series. Brandon Inge <laughs> didn't stand a chance. Uh, see, that's like that still sucks. That actually bothers me because that was so stupid. How many pitchers could not throw to first base in the World <laughs> right. Series, man? It's a bunt. It shows you the difference between the AL and the NL. Pitchers didn't even know how to throw to first on a bunt. Mm-hmm. And right. I mean, what even say back to that? Because like, like I said earlier, I'm a Rangers fan. These guys got Game Six of 2011 just looming over me forever. Oh yes, right. Forever. Yes. And nothing I say, nothing my team forever. does. Ever. Thank you. Forever. Get rid of that. Painful. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> And the Rangers kicked our ass in the 2011 ALCS. That was lame. Sorry, we got you back. I will never talk shit on that. Don't worry. It, it was great. It was a good series. It was 16 to 5. I was in Vegas. I was in Las Vegas for game the closing game of that ALCS in 2011. I was so excited. I'm like, all right, that'll be my first time in Vegas in my life. I'm going to watch the Tigers. I'm going to bet on them, and it's going to be awesome. And they got crushed. Guys, yeah. Nelson Cruz became Nelson Cruz that year. I mean, he really just, <laughs> but then he uh, couldn't play the outfield, so it all worked yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, I know. Like, Stop that's it. Nelson Cruz. <laughs> you can't see that on the podcast, but that's me re- doing Nelson Cruz in right field. So. Oh, shit. <laughs> I hate it. 
Oh, I got a Nelson Cruz cutoff laying around around here somewhere. I've had it for like 12 years. I rock that thing like no other. I love Nelson. I'm I'm with him, man. He dropped Where's one ball. How many times you guys dropped a ball, huh? Uh, I've done it. Yeah. yeah, see? See? And nobody was watching. I mean, except the people on the field, yeah. Right. Yeah. It wasn't game crazy. six. I get it. Right. Fuck. Shit! Yeah, but <laughs> you don't get that far, though. If you got to have a big ego. They probably moved on because you can't. That's what breaks players, right? Like players that fall apart if they can't yeah. handle it emotionally or mentally. That's a big part of the game, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, shifted to full time DH, and he's been crushing dinger since then. So, yeah. So he just eliminated the negative part of his profile. It's like, oh, I'll just play the, I'll just hit <laughs> right. more fielding. <laughs> oh, that's dumb. Uh, okay, uh, let's see. Well, man, I want to ask so many more, but I'm trying to keep this timely. I want to talk more baseball. Oh, my God. We're having a lot of fun here with the Upper Decker guys. These guys are a laugh riot. Make sure you follow their show, really. If you love baseball, they play a lot of fun games, by the way. Like, so many fun games, and they quiz each other. I love the trivia part. I was guessing along on the uh, Weighted Runs Created Plus that you guys were doing on the show there. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. The Bonds number is amazing. You know, 170, was it like 173 career or something like that? Something like that, dude. It was insane. Stupid. And I didn't know Babe Ruth was in the 90s, though. Right. Isn't that right? 190, yeah, 194, 192, something like that career. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I would have thought Bonds would have had the all-time weighted runs created plus. Yeah, I agree with you. We talked about this off-show, but Mike Trout is only like two points away from being third all-time. There's oh. like a there's like a four way tie, and then he if he wow. passes that, yeah, it's it's crazy. Well, that's why Jordan Alvarez. There's big hype on Jordan Alvarez. It should be because <laughs> his rookie year he had a WRC plus of like 173, and that's elite. That's big time, right? right. So it was a uh, it was still like half a season, but he was up there with like all the people on that list were like the best players in the game. So yeah, if he could stay healthy. He'll probably I'm be all Nelson about Cruz it. Part two. You're all about it. You're in. Time is not sold, but I'm I'm definitely purchasing the uh, Jordan Alvarez. Yeah, I like that. He, he's a Knees polarizing figure. Yeah, I, I'm so scared of the small sample size. Always like that's the thing that gets me. Ah, shit. Well, you said it. Yeah, that's fair. No, you're right. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right, let's do a couple more. Let's do these speed round. We'll try to make these quick so speed we can round. get a couple sure. couple more in before we go. Uh, Ozzy Smith or Omar Vizquel, Tony? Oh my gosh, you just my two childhood my two childhood teams. Uh, Ozzy, Omar, Dan, Ozzie. Omar. Oh, good. That speed round. Oh, I didn't say anything. I'm man, impressed. That hurt, man. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, <laughs> uh, Kristen Wiig or Catherine Hahn? Oh, bro, Catherine Hahn. Yeah, Kristen Wiig. Ah, uh, man, that's so hard. Catherine Hahn all day. Yeah, I've been Catherine Hahn. Catherine I've been Hahn. watching WandaVision. My yeah, that, that's what that's what shifted it. Uh, yeah, I'm sticking with the wig, boys. She's so funny. Wig is hilarious. Oh, that's funny too. Her, yeah. That's a yeah. tough. That's why I don't ask these questions. I mean, that's why I asked them. I don't have to answer. Right. Them. <laughs> Catherine Hahn and the Goods. Yeah. Ooh. That was an um, underrated movie. Agreed. Underrated. Okay, I'll check yeah. that out. Uh, Mandalorian or WandaVision? Dan. Mandalorian. WandaVision. Default to Mandalorian. That's the only one I'm seeing. So, <laughs> <laughs> who gives a shit? Great. Yeah. Both excellent though. Unreal. Yeah. Yeah. Mandalorian was great. I just haven't started Wanda yet. So. Oh. Okay. Uh, napkins or paper towel, Ty? Oh, I'm a paper towel guy for sure. Paper towels. Paper towels all day. Look at us go. Yeah, napkins just don't have. They don't have purpose. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
We're millennials. We can't afford napkins. <laughs> uh, Tone, uh, bench press or preacher curls? Say again? Bench press or preacher curls? Oh, press all day. Listen, I love me some Clearly. bench press, dog, but what's good? What's good with them curls? Oh, yeah, yeah. Curls for the girls, baby. Curls yeah. for the girls. Maybe I should <laughs> maybe I should ask curls or abdominal workouts, because maybe Ty's skipping those. He's he's cheating. He's doing the lazy man's workout. Uh, work these guns, not working the core. Mike knows me way too well. <laughs> for a man <laughs> who's American never way. met me? Yeah, absolutely. It's I'm the American way, man. That's how, that's how it's done. America right. taught you poorly. It's not your fault. <laughs> um, ah, Christ. Uh, guitar or drums? Damned. Guitar. Drums. I'm a drummer, man. Hmm. Okay. See why they brought uh, me on. I'm a differentiating, differentiating opinion on most. You of are. These. You're unique and special. Uh, Ty, philosophy or politics? Oh Jesus! Neither, please. Uh, no. Philosophy, though. Politics philosophy hey all right there we go yeah. and finally the one we always close with this is not speed round we want to hear from the heart we we'll start oh. with you dan for love or money well i am divorced so bring me that money baby oh man <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's clear okay great oh, yeah oh. money for sure i don't care about love man the more money you have, the more people are going to love you. You don't have to love them back. And that's where the big bucks start rolling in. <laughs> okay. I'm a lover, man. I, I got to go love on this one. I'm just... Unreal tone. You know? Yeah. That's I don't right. have an explanation. I'm just a lover. Beautiful. You don't have to explain yourself. You just got to right. be who you are. Dude, people it's suck. Natural. People suck. Get that money, dog. Get that bread. Well. <laughs> People can hurt you, but, you know, if you can stay strong, then don't let them hurt you. I'm sorry that love doesn't always work out, but I think you got to put yourself back out there and keep trying. That's what I say. Just keep trying. And you want me to change? Fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> but that's other people's opinions as well. So there it is. Yeah, oh, Richard Zytor, my guy. Richard Zito, taking love all day. Thanks, Zito. You're my guy. Zytor. we got a long history, Zytor and I, going on the uh, live stream here. Perfect. That's I think quick. I love... Dude, this is this is cool to see like the listeners they're able to like interact this is awesome Mike. good job yeah, good on you buddy yeah you can see it can you see him on the right side of your screen yeah yeah oh good some people oh. don't click over and they don't notice it oh yeah i did it now i do <laughs> these guys all right look at everybody best sound bite you've got all right thank you zach that's good to know we always like that feedback Thank you so much. This is the Hey, Dorigo Palazzo Fantasy Baseball Podcast. We are talking with the Upper Decker crew at Upper Decker Pod on Twitter. These guys know how to roll. They're really funny. They're also knowledgeable. I thought they bring a good balance of everything. And with the three of them, almost an unstoppable force. So Ooh, stay tuned because I like this could be the year of the Upper Decker Pod. 2021 could be big, big, big. I'm Michael Govier. I'm the host. We're going to talk about fantasy now more because this is a fantasy baseball show. You may have been listening and saying, what the hell is this show about? <laughs> and I would say, you know, that's a fair point because, <laughs> you know, we're not always making sense of the show. But it's time for a little bit of ADP breakdown. We're going to talk some ADP here and we're going to get the opinions of these fellas. ADP is not it's not like the Bible. OK, it's a sure. guideline. It's a gift to you to get a concept of what the market is up to. Mm -hmm. Right. So sure. don't take. Don't take ADP as law, folks. That's always what I tell people. ADP. 
Amazing! That was fantastic. Who can, who can know these things, right? Who can know wow. these things? Well, if you listen over the next uh, thirty minutes, we'll we'll give you some insight to some of them. Hey, look at that! That's a dynamite <laughs> that. drop-in, Monty. You're not the best in the business for nothing. All right, I need that drop, so I don't have to say it like that. I, Bob Euchre does a much better version of that than I ever could. All right, so uh, with ADP here, I just want to give you guys some scenarios, and you guys give me your feedback on how you're feeling or which one you prefer. I'm going to give you a trifecta here, and let's focus from a roto perspective. Roto, mm -hmm. okay? So standard 5x5, five five. standard 5x5, five five, which is, you know, runs, steals, home runs, RBIs, and average, and then whip, saves, our ERA, wins, and strikeouts. Cool. Perfect. I think I did it. I think I did it right. Okay. I think you did. All right, so let's say uh, you are in round two, and you have the choice between these three players. Which would you choose? We'll go with Ty first. It's round two. This is 12-team, by the way, 12-team leagues, 12-team. Cody Bellinger, Freddie Freeman, or Bryce Harper? Which one would you choose, Ty? Ooh, my Freeman, boy. Bellinger, or Harper? Freeman, hmm. Bellinger, or Harper? I'm going Freeman. Freddie Freeman. Okay. I know it's a year where Bellinger's going to break out. Probably he's going to do great. He has that little, like every other season thing that he's doing. Freddie's coming off an MVP season. I mean, he's never been better than he is right now. Freddie Freeman all day. Tom. Oh man. I want to say Harper so bad. Cause he looks hot right now in spring training. <sighs> Fine. But I'm going to go. I'm actually going to go Bellinger, man. I just, if nothing else, I'll rely on that multiple positions there. So. Ah, I did forget about that, but Freeman dog, <laughs> unreal. <laughs> yeah, I also uh, I also have to go belly. Um, <clears throat> multiple positions for sure, time, but uh, I can put him at first base, and then I still have lots of outfield choices, or I can put him in the outfield, and then I can go after a Muncie or whoever later in the draft, and mm -hmm. uh, and get a good first baseman too. Some you like Muncie. Muncie? Oh yeah, oh yeah. See, I'm off Muncie because I feel like they're too crowded. It's just too much of a mess over there now. Edwin Rios is on the come. They signed, re-signed Justin Turner again. It's mm -hmm. just a mess. Gavin Lux is on the brink. I see playing time issues big time. Uh, I think he's proven enough that I, I don't know that Gavin Lux is going to push him. I think they're going to find a place for Muncie. He can play too many positions. He can play first. He can play second. He can play third. You know, he's you're, you're going to see him in the in the uh, lineup for sure. Too many cooks. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, fine, fine. All right, let's try another one. Let's say we are in the sixth round. Yeah, we're in the sixth round now. We're still under the Roto guys. We got to choose between these three players. These are the three players that are being forced upon us. Tone, you're going to go first on this one. Would you rather have Max Freed, Zach Plesak, or Kyle Hendricks? Freed, Plesak, or Hendricks? Oh my goodness. Um gotta be freed. Yeah. Hmm. It's between freed and police sack, but it's definitely freed for me. All right. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's I like Max Freed. It's actually between police sack and Hendricks. I'm probably going Hendricks. And the reasoning is because the divisions are terrible in the central. So I think they're gonna kind of clean up a little bit. I'm going to go Max Freed, buddy. I'm going to stick with the A. Wow. <laughs> Freddie Freeman, Max Freed. I'm taking them both. 
You guys are all wrong. No love for Kyle Hendricks here? This guy can <sighs> give you a ton of innings. In a just, year where innings are an uncertainty, I, I feel Kyle Hendricks. Hendricks is a safe bet. I right. just said Hendricks. Come on now. No love. But the other guys are disrespecting him. I'm pissed. I'm just, I'm way too high on Freed. I know Freed's <clears throat> innings are like, you know, they're hit or miss. They're very hit or miss. He never really makes it through the sixth, barely ever into the seventh. I get it. BK Rogman. <laughs> I get it. Ty is almost listening to the podcast. He's referencing a comment from the live stream that says Hendricks built up a solid ratio base. Yeah, I understand, but I, I'm I'm always one to bet on you know the the guys who have the high ceiling, and I think that uh, Brian, Brian, yes. see Brian, I get it, but Max Freed, bro, come on. Ugh. Right, well, me and Dan are right here. You, got, I mean, Max Freed, true. Is he's basically like Kyle Hendricks, except I can rely on Hendricks to go deeper into games. He's in the prime of his career right now. He's just yeah. more reliable. I just think it's a safer play because he's also proven to us who he is. And Max Freed still has a little more to prove to us, in my opinion. Sure, it is safer. I'll give you that. It's yeah. safer. Okay, but you want to? Hey, you guys are trying to win the overall. I see you. I respect it. Mm, I, I got no beef with that. I just okay. come on here and let my nuts hang, dog. <laughs> <laughs> That little bit of ADP gooping around. ADP is top 30. Should I pitch out with Mondesi? Max Muncy, should I wait on closers or draft Ryan Presley? All right, yes. Now it's time to talk about some Buttercups. Now, Buttercups are players with overinflated value. And in my opinion, see this, real quick, I'm going to ask you, Dan. Dan, you seem yeah. like a pretty smart guy. What do you use ADP for? Where do you draw the line? How do you incorporate it into your old? I know you haven't been playing fantasy baseball recently, but you sure. still know what it is and you know how it works. So how would you apply it? Yeah, I uh, I mean, obviously you see it, right? But I, I kind of like to look at the overall numbers. So I, if I see somebody that I think is just way too high, I'm just I'm going to pass on those guys. So uh, I don't know if you really want to get into each of them here, but like, a Tyler Glass now. I'm not high on him. I don't see him in top 50. I he's he's pitched over 100 innings once in his entire career. So how is he going to get you a bunch of strikeouts if he's only pitching 100 innings? I know, I know, I get it. I like the I guy. I think it. he's got a lot of potential, but you got to show me that you can pitch a full season, bro, before I'm going to pick you in the top 50. <sighs> That's going to hurt high tone because they're high on him. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. I'm going to stay away from the pitchers because. I love glass now. Um, I got Kyle Tucker, man. It was in your little theme song there. It's so hard with that small sample to bet on Kyle Tucker being a top 30 player in fantasy. I I get the potential. I understand the ceiling. I know that's very high. He's finally getting a full season of playing time. With that being said, 108 games. How can you do that? I don't know. Well, let's find out here. Oh, what a damn shame. Oh, the worst that goes into that. Did you write that whole song, Mike? I mean, uh, the lyrics I wrote, yeah, but I just, you know. 
You can find a karaoke version of Build Me a Buttercup online, and then you just sing to it. That's it. That's all you need. I love it. That's how the butter's churned. So, yes, buttercups. Let's get into it. Overinflated value. Guys that are just too intense. And you mentioned Kyle Tucker, so just go full board, Ty. Finish it. Go full board. I know that he's projected for, you know, 19 home runs. He's projected for 15 15 stolen bases. That's cool. I get it. But, (laughs) like... It, I mean, it is cool, but you're talking about an Astros team that I think is on the decline. You just lost Springer, who, in my opinion, was one of the best players on that team. So you don't have the protection of a Springer. And then, you know, they're projecting him to still only hit 250. I understand 250 and, you know, 270 is not really that big of a jump in a 162 season. But still, only 108 sample size, man. This is based off of 515 plate appearances. Yeah, he's had 72 in 2018, 72 in 2019, and 228 in 2020. So where are the numbers coming from to get that? I, I don't get it. I don't understand. That's it. Maybe I'm just, I'm just stupid. Maybe I don't know. But no, no, no. I mean, you're, you might be. I don't know. But right. I think you're a pretty smart guy, as far as I know. But I, you know, Thanks, we haven't man. spent time in private together, so I don't know. You know. That's true. I never had you take a test for me, so I don't know that. I do know that Kyle Tucker is a guy that my personal friend, a good friend of mine, this is a, clearly a shout-out to my guy Steve Kyle. Listener of the show, friend of mine for 25 years. He traded Kyle Tucker away recently in a keeper league because he was concerned about a long swing and mm-hmm. also not hitting high enough in the lineup. Plate appearances, like you said. So right. that's uh, that would match that. Does anybody want to challenge this Kyle Tucker negativity, Dan or Tone? No, I agree. No, I mean, yeah, I'm I'm not like down on him, but I don't have anything like polar opposite to to pull me completely the other way. You know, I'm not that high on him. So, yeah, going back to like from a baseball standpoint, like I see the long swing thing, but then you've also got guys like Bellinger and Corey Seager. They've all got that long swing, too. So the long swing might work out just fine. I just think it's way too small of a sample size to even bet on a top 30 guy like that. That's crazy to me. Okay, I can respect that. Let's uh, move along here. Tone, what do you got for us? Give us somebody. Uh, I'm going Nicholas Castellanos <gasps> as a guy that I think I think his ADP is just a little high. And it's not super high. It's 81, right? It's not like he's like a top 50 player. But um, I'm just not big on the guy. Um, he's coming on. I feel like the whole situation in Cincinnati is kind of weird. I feel like um, he came in hot from Chicago. And there was all this hype for the Reds and didn't really happen last year, short season. So who knows? Um, but I don't love what's going on over there right now. And I'm just kind of staying away from them. Okay. I didn't know that. All right. <laughs> I respect that. Now, you know, I'm, now I know former tiger. <laughs> I do know a lot about Nick Castellano. So trust me, I'm you not do. blind to his negative points. By the way, uh, Brian, our guy said, great point. I think he was talking about Kyle Tucker, I assume. Or yep. he's talking about Tone. It's not clear exactly. No, it definitely popped up when I was talking about Tucker. Thanks, oh, Brian. Did it? Oh, you've been yeah. really okay, yeah, all right. I got talking it on about... lock now, Brian. I think you're man. talking about the long swing comparing it to Cody Bellinger. So not to inflate Ty's ego even more than what it already is, but I think that's what it was. <sighs> okay. Thank you. Ty, all good, says Brian. What a mm. you got a fan. You got a new fan, Ty. Look at that. My man. Tone, I'm with you. Castellanos. People were pushing him for Dark Horse MVP last year in a shorter sample size, of course, right. but I I don't know if that's fair. I don't know if we could do that. I have big issues with him. He's a terrible fielder, and there's no DH. So if there's no <laughs> DH, we got issues. There's yeah. going to be issues. Yeah. 
But I still think there will be a DH. I do. Call me crazy. But this yeah. season? Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. We have nothing to back it up with. I have no support, no <laughs> evidence-based information here. This is just a douchebag online saying shit. I'm spouting off shit. That's all this is. But that's all I, I do could... every week. Yeah. Well, okay. So you can, you know, we're, uh, you know, what do they say? Brothers from another mother. Something I think like so. That? Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right, Dan. Why don't you give Nick Castellanos is a good hitter, but he's never going to be the guy people think he will be. He's always going to fall just short. Dan, give us a guy that is a buttercup with overinflated value. So my other one, uh, you know, it might ruffle some feathers, but I've got Adalberto Mondesi, and could some of this could be just a lack of uh, you know fantasy experience here. But at twenty four, um, yeah, I understand that the stolen bases get you some points, but I need to see you get on base a hell of a lot more than what you have in order to justify a number twenty four pick uh, instead of somebody else. Absolutely, dude, and. The rise of Bobby Witt Jr. in spring training oh, is really yes. causing more concern. He's killing Absolutely. it. He's smoking the ball. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Completely, completely agree. I don't want him to be another uh, Gerard Dyson, also on the Royals roster as well, and relegated to stealing bases in the eighth inning. Well, Mondesi's being drafted like he's a stud, and people are taking big jumps on him as well because people fall in love with stolen bases. They mm-hmm. they panic. And- they don't realize there's guys later in the draft that can provide you steals. Right. And for me, the shortstop class is just entirely too deep to take a risk on a shortstop at 24. Like Absolutely. That. Yeah. You could take a guy like uh, Corey Seager, who's got like five home runs in his last six games in spring mm-hmm. training. He's smoking the ball. Kyle Seager's down there in the 30s, I think, on the ADP. And give me give me Marcus Simeon in the 200 oh. where he's going. And I'll take that over Mondesi right now. And he's going to get second base eligibility. Yeah. Simeon's right. up to yeah, he's 121 right now. So he's he's being drafted in a way that people are banking on him to be starting second baseman, I believe. But also gives you, like Tone says, he loves those multi-eligible players, maximum positions, more opportunities to play and provide value. Mm-hmm. Those are great. Those are some really good buttercups well done guys uh, thanks due to time shortage we're gonna have to cut out the rest of the buttercups and say farewell to them but does anybody want to say something really quickly about a buttercup we didn't get to you just dying to say something yeah dude lance lynn not great up there i don't think <laughs> we just talked about it on our podcast 53 you talked ADP? about it yeah i did <laughs> 53 adp for a guy that throws fastballs against a twins lineup that mashes uh i don't know man i'm kind of out on him this year 53 is just a leap to me Oh, I just want to say this in response to the guy I mentioned earlier, my guy, Steve Guile, my dear friend, who I talked about with Kyle Tucker. He just took his first pick, Lance Lynn. Wow. This is a keeper league. So this is like eight keepers. So it's 113 is the first overall pick. So gotcha. I think okay. this was okay. like 120, okay. 125-ish ADP. That All makes right. sense. So I would take him there for sure. 53 is out of out of the question for me. That's not ah. a thing. Okay. All right. Oh, yeah, Dansby Swanson was another good shortstop that you can take mm, as a starter, yep. and he's just getting better and better each year. Good call, Brian. Yeah, Brian's just, Brian's just buttering me up, man. Yeah, yeah. He's, Brian's mashing. He's mashing. Mm. You're in the zone. Now, speaking of zones, yes, let's get in the value zone. We're going to talk about players. Of course, there's a dumb song that goes with this. Yeah. I love it. Players that will Amazing. be starters with ADP 350 or greater. I don't know when this song starts. I think it starts soon. Oh, here we go. Ten rounds are done. Time to put my money on the line. Those are keys are passing. Sure, my guy will be mine. 
Just there, we're heading into the value zone. Absolutely. All right, uh, <laughs> Dan, why don't you start us off? Give us a player who's ADP three fifty or lower who could be a starter on a twelve team league. We're talking twelve teams here, guys. We're not fucking around. <laughs> All right, I am one hundred percent gonna just throw my nuts out there on this one here. But uh, we talked about this on our pod. I said Bruce Dahl Gratterall before the All Star break is gonna be closing games for the Dodgers. So he's got an ADP of 460 right now, which is crazy high, which is probably not even being drafted at all, right? So take him with your last last pick. Uh, I think he's going to be. I think he's going to rack up some saves. He he needs to get some more strikeouts. I will 100% admit that, but I think he's going to get some save opportunities with the Dodgers. Damn, Bruce Dar, that's a fucking hellacious tone. Give us a valuable starter, 350 or later. Oh man, so call me Homer, but oh jeez, Homer. I yeah, really like Tyler O'Neill is yeah! on fire right now. He's Hell coming yeah. in at 406 ADP. Um, he is third in OPS right now in all spring training, uh, batting 500, slug at 875. I freaking love it. He's got to just keep his eye on the ball and, and get his walk rate up. Um, but he's, he's doing really good stuff, and he's finally going to be in a position like here's left field, take it, Right, Fowler's gone. Fowler's in LA. Just, just take left field and do your thing there, and we'll see. I like <laughs> it. I love Tyler O'Neill as a deep, yeah. deep pick. You're not wasting anything. No, you're not really losing anything. It's perfect. Yeah, and he's faster too. People forget that, right? How fast he is. Yeah, and is a Gold Glove winner now. Not that that has fantasy implications, but that he is so did crazy. Win the, yeah, he right. did win the Gold Glove in left field for the National League last year. So. Oh, God damn, that's crazy. Uh, we got a real quick question I got to throw in here. Sam Jakubowicz, my guy. Sam, what's up, man? Good to hear from you. He wants to know, how do you feel about Luke Voigt? Anybody want to jump in on Luke Voigt? I was Google searching that. I was Googling it when I saw it come up. So Luke Voigt's at 60. I'll take him at 60 any day. I love that. I think Voigt's going to mash. He's, I mean, he showed it last year that you get regular playing time, and he can do it, especially like in New York. That's a hitter's park, man. He's got the perfect swing for that short porch. Out are you there talking? Sh- are you talking shit on Voight, bro? I'm just saying it's a short sample size. It was. Yeah, I mean, I get it, but still, I mean, it's Voight. I'm down. What? Go ahead, Dan. He's got the great swing for the short porch. Yeah, that. Yeah, for a right-hander, you know, he's kind of got that. He can go opposite field pretty easily, and I think that's why he's had as much success in New York as he's had. And I think he's just going to keep that up. Like, you can't as long as he doesn't change the swing, he's going to be great out there. Okay. Hey, Luke Voigt is a guy. I will say this, Sam. I actually kept in that keeper league I was talking about with my friend Steve. So he is one of my keepers. But I will tell you, it's an OBP league. To me, that gives me a little more value to Voigt. Gotcha. As opposed to average. Because he can he can give you a 370, 380 OBP. I'd be very pleased with that. Sure. Uh, t- uh, Tony, any quick comments on Luke Voigt? You want to fall in love or you want to say, you know, eat shit and die? No, I, I, no, I like Luke Voigt a lot, especially right there at 60. So. Okay. Yeah. That's what I want to hear. Thank you, Sam, for the question. Oh, Sam's got more comments, too. He says, remember when I said I gave up too much for Garrett Cole? Yeah, Sam's a regular on the show. He gave up a lot for Garrett Cole. And he said he could get depth. That must have been the depth he was talking about, Luke Voigt. So I believe he said uh, he traded Giolito and Snell for to get DeGrom, I think it was. So that was a pretty interesting trade. Ooh. But uh, 
Oh, now he's, yeah, he's just throwing trades at us. So I traded Seager for Baez <laughs> and Gray. Okay. Uh, Corey Seager, I assume? Hmm. Ty would love that because it's got hey, Sonny Gray. Listen, Sonny, no. Sonny Gray or John Gray? Oh, I'm, I'm going to assume it's, I'm going to assume I, it's Sonny. <laughs> I would have to. <laughs> Getting me worked up with John Gray, man. I still got faith. I'm holding out for John Gray. <laughs> okay. Hey, I've, I've, I've been there. I've been a part of the John Gray Flame yeah. Club. Shout out to my guy, Matty Wood. He knows exactly what I'm talking about. Also part of the Dylan Bunny fan club. Sometimes it hurts, sometimes it scores. And yeah, yep. Sam is verifying it was Sonny Gray. So he traded Corey Seager for Baez and Gray. That could be a great return if Baez has a bounce back. That's like, that's a big win for you, Sam, no doubt. But mm-hmm. Baez, I still have concerns about. I don't, All right, I don't let's go back that. to... The... Go ahead. I'm sorry, Dan. Oh, no, I was just saying, I don't like that. Go, carry. Continue. I don't like that call. Okay, so we just did a... We just did Tyler O'Neill. I love Tyler O'Neill. Um, I think it's your turn, Ty. Give us. All right, man. Give us. So we're. I'm cutting this a little shorter. So give us the one you want to share the most. Right. So we talked about. Uh, you know, your boy Shohei going off earlier off of Michael Lorenzen. He is one of my value zone players. However, I want to go along with Kike Hernandez. Starting every day out in Boston, every position possible. You can plug him in anywhere. And I was looking it up. He tends to pull the ball a lot. So out there in Fenway, uh, I think he's going to do some real damage, and he's going to show exactly what Kike can be. I love that. I Thank love you. that. Alec Cora has been talking Kike up. He says, we're just going to let him keep it going. And as long as he keeps doing sure. his thing, we'll, yeah. they're trying to push him to his absolute limit. And so far, the limits are unknown right yeah you have to just let him get out there and play at this point i love the way that dude plays plays hard every day all the time uh that's a great park for his swing and everything that he does i am buying in high on kike hernandez dan you seem to be agreeing uh yeah i think kike is a great fit in boston uh i don't like boston as a team but i do think kike was a great fit in boston so uh yeah i agree with everything ty said there i think he's gonna have a wonderful opportunity to shine Kike Hernandez was always used in multiple. Again, Tone, our guys are talk about a guy who has a lot of positions he can. My play. goodness, yeah, yeah. It's a second, short, outfield. He's everywhere. And yeah. if they want to play him at leadoff and then trade him, I mean, we don't know what Boston is. If, right. I know Dan, you were alluding to earlier. Boston, not a very good team, likely, but they could actually be. They could surprise us and be kind of a contender. They really could because they have some parts, but a lot of it is up in the air. Yeah, we got a little bet going on. Uh, yeah, yeah. Boston's going to bounce back this year. No, they're not. That's fine. <laughs> well, I love a good bet. That sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, I think I got to eat an onion if I lose or some shit. I don't remember. <laughs> oh, I've never bitten to a raw onion. I have slammed a jar of pickle juice, though. I did that in the back of a grocery store I worked at when I was 15. We also used to huff the whippets, you know, the Easy Whip. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. One guy got fired because he did the whole carton of it. <laughs> Oh God! Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Nate and T Dog. <laughs> oh yes, waiting. I love waiting. It's such a great movie. One of the most underrated yes. movies ever. In fact, I'm gonna totally write that down. I gotta get some drops <laughs> of waiting. What have I been doing with my life? Whatever happened to Andy Milanakis? Uh, uh, he turned 17, I guess. I don't know. That guy was weird. He's like a kid adult. Like I think he was like yeah. 30, yeah. but he looked like a yeah. kid. Dude, he's like 40 something now. It's yes. crazy. And he just yeah. kicked it, just hanging out. Wow. Okay. Bees on his head and shit. Just wild. That's a great reference, Dan. Dan, that is reference of the year so far. I I, I got to give it up, man. I am just thoroughly impressed. That was a big deal. I love that movie, but for some reason, I forgot about it. 
Kudos to Dan, my man. Follow Dan at D-M-O-R-Y-88. D-Mori88, folks. You can follow Tone at The Real Hot Tone. The Real Hot Tone with an E. And, of course, follow Ty at Tylernol. Tylernol. Tylernol PM. I always thought, yeah, I always thought it was Tylernol. I didn't notice the R. Tylernol, which makes sense because his name's Ty. Yeah. Tyler LPM 28. All right. I got us about 12 extra minutes so we could do Shine or Ride the Pine and do it properly. Oh, I was right. granted 12 bonus minutes. So let's get into the final segment of the show. It's time for Shine or Ride the Pine, which is why I give you guys projections and you tell me whether you're in or out. No pushes. You got to make a decision. All right. You guys going to handle it? You feel nervous? Anybody scared? Oh, super nervous, Mike. Bring it on, Doc. <laughs> do I look nervous? <laughs> You know, you never look nervous. You look like a cool customer 24-7. All right. We're using stomper projections because I love Steve Pollard. We have projections at rotofanatic.com, which you can check out courtesy of my guy, Crosby Spencer, who will be on the show tomorrow. But tonight we're using Steve Paulo's. So follow Steve at Steve Paulo on Twitter. His stomper projections, stomperprojections.com. They're aggressive. They're a little radical. But damn, are they exquisite. You're going to love it. All right. First guy, right off the bat, Jack Flaherty. Let's go with the Cardinal. We'll go with Ty. We'll lead off. Ty, do you expect Jack Flaherty to give us 171 or more innings pitch? Shine or ride the pine? Yeah. Yeah, I do. For sure. Dan. Shine, for sure. <laughs> I'm going to say no. Yeah, say no. He'd be ride riding the pine. The pine. Yeah, I'm gonna ride. I'm gonna ride the pine on that as well. 171. That's a big number for any pitcher this yeah. year. This year, in particular. So, what did he pitch last year? 34 innings. Last year he pitched forty point one. Oh, for, okay. Well, there you go. Yeah, so, it's a problem. It's a big problem. Yeah, I don't know. It's an oh. ace. It's an ace. The Cardinals are going to have to rely on. They're going to have to push him. I think he gets one seventy one for sure. Okay, cool. I, I'm with that all the way. Oh, we got a quick, quick trade offer here. It's got a th- Sam is fired up. He wants to know which side do you like, Olsen, Chris Bryant, or Voit and Brandon Lau, the Rays guy. So it's basically Matt Olson yeah. and Bryant or Voight and Lau. Uh, go ahead, Dan. Dan, start it off. Uh, I like Voight and Lau on that one. You're splitting me on this one because I love Matt Olson and I've got him leading the AL West in dingers this year. But I've been so high on Brandon Lau for about <laughs> two years now. I might take the Brandon Lau and Voight side. I'm going Voight and Lau for sure. And Chris, yeah. Again, love Olson as well. Chris Bryant doesn't do it for me right now. All right, even the critics agree. Brian, one of our fellow commenters here on the live stream, says Voight and Lau all day. Uh, All day. Yeah, that's a good question, Sam. That's a great one. That's actually a good comp. I would be league dependent, too. I'd like to know. uh, I think you play in points leagues, if I remember. So I think in a points league, I kind of like Lau and Voight a little bit more than Olsen and Brian. Mm -hmm. Yeah, good call. All right, now we're back to Shine Ride the Pine. Jack Flaherty was universally rejected. Did anybody shine that, or did I miss something there? Yeah. Yeah, I shined it. Yeah. Oh, you're an idiot. Come on. Oh, right. (laughs) I mean, I still love you, but what are you doing, man? Come on. Through 196 Uh, in 2019. 171 is going to be fine. That's a, he's a horse, man. He's a horse. He's got okay, it. Okay, all right. Let's go. Uh, Keston Hira of the Milwaukee Brewers, an NL Central team. You may have heard of him. Keston Hira is having a tough spring training. Can we expect Keston Hira to bat 250 or better this year? Let's start with uh, Tone. Yeah, I'll give him 250. Okay. And you go. 
Yeah, I, I, I will shine that as well. He's uh, shifting to a new position at first base, so I, I don't. He's got a lot on his mind in spring training. I, I think he can even out to two fifty on the year. Two fifty is a safe bet, I think. I'll, I'll stick. Yeah, yeah, I'll shine that. Yeah, I'll shine it all day. I mean, this guy's a three hundred hitter normally, so two fifty. This seems very aggressive, Steve Paulo. I want you to double check your information on Keston Hero's projections. Two fifty <laughs> seems a little too low, but hey, maybe he'll have the last laugh, and I'll look like a fool. Josh Hader, also a Brewer. We're doing the Brewer special here for you Cardinals fans out there. It's Brewers Week here on the Hey, it's Rico Blato Fantasy Baseball Podcast. Uh, 24 or more saves. 24 or more saves. Shine or ride the pine. Dan. Uh, shine. I'm going to go ride because I think that, well, shit, he's going to have it either way. I just don't think it's going to be for the Brewers. Well, that's okay. So End of season. Who gives a shit? Where yeah, you're right. Yeah. Okay, shine. Yes, for sure. Yeah, I'm giving him 24 saves, even with Devin Williams creeping on him. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ride, I'm gonna ride the pine. I'm gonna go a little radical on this. I feel like there's gonna be different usages where we're not gonna be like, wow, I was not expecting him to be used in the way he was. I think we just might be surprised by how pitchers get used this year. So I'm gonna ride sure. the pine on it. It's a little bit of a radical maneuver. I uh, understand that, but you know, this is a. It's a radical time, man. So let's get radical. All right. Uh, all right. Let's try Travis Darno of the Atlanta Braves. You may have heard of him. He's a catcher. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Always highly touted as a prospect. Never quite cashed in, but he's been serviceable for sure. Can we expect 17 or more home runs in 2021 from Travis Darno? Ty, let's go back to you. Uh, right off the bat, I'm going to go yes. Yes. He's finally getting that full playing time. He's been healthy. He's had a lot of concussion issues. Now that he's healthy and the Braves are kind of straying away from that platoony type catcher situation that they always do, they're in on Darno. I think that he gets 17. Yeah. All righty. Don't? Uh, he's never hit 17 before. He's 32. I'm going to say no. I'm, I'm also going to say no. I know he's in a contract year. He's got a lot to prove. He's going to get full-time starting gigs, but I just don't. I Yeah, I agree with Tone. Mm. Ride the pine on that one. I actually drafted him in that keeper league I'm referring to, which is my home league. So I'm mm-hmm. going with him as, as my catcher. It's an OBP league. I like that his OBP could be solid. Uh, if there's a dead and ball, he won't. He just won't hit enough. I would say if he hits uh, 15 home runs, you'd be like, okay, that's cool. So right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ride the pine. I, I'm going to join you on the riding of the pine. All right, let's talk about this guy. His name is Patrick Corbin. He plays for the Nats. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In 2021, Patrick Corbin, wow, have a whip of 1.50 or lower. Let's start with uh, Dan. I feel like that's really high, so I'm going to go lower. That is a high number. Ty? Yeah, I'm also going to go lower. Same. I'm, I'm curious what... what went into that figure there. <laughs> Steve Paulo getting called out again. I mean, I guess it's just because he had a 1.569 last year, but previous to that, it's a 118, 10, 1-2, 1-1. I'm going to bank on old Corbin. He's got it. He's fine. I am not a fan. His velocity's gone down. I'm concerned about him being a reliable guy. Now, if he gets used in a more short-term way, like sure. he did in the World Series run of 2019, then right. I can see the whip being way below this. But if he's going to be used as a starter, I think, I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna shine. That I'm gonna ride the pine. 
That's I would ride the pine. Yeah, no, I was conf- I was confused as to how to answer that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't know. A 150 or lower whip would be shine. So I'm okay. gonna ride the pine. Okay, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm pine. shining bright then. I'm, I'm shining. Yeah, everybody I'm shining. Yeah. Well, you should. I'm just being. I guess I'm being radical and contrarian. I'm out of control tonight. It's a crazy time here in the Hey, it's the Regal Palazzo Fantasy Baseball Podcast. We're doing Shine to Ride the Pine with our guys from the Upper Decker Pod. Let's move on over to a guy who is well-respected in the bigs. He's somebody you would know, but maybe he deserves more love. Mm-hmm. Good old Paul DeYoung. Paul Ooh. DeYoung. In 2021, can we expect Paul DeYoung to have an OBP of 301 or higher? OBP of 301 or higher. Shine that or ride the pine tie. Uh, I'm going to shine that. Yeah, I think so. I think he's going to have a great season this year. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I'll shine it as well. I I, I agree. He's gonna step step up this year. Um, I feel like they'll have a better use for him this season instead of trying to make him a, a three spot hitter, which he's not. So completely agree. He's a three nineteen career OBP guy, so I definitely will take the over on the three hundred one on that one. And uh, like Tone said, he doesn't have to be the guy in the lineup anymore. I'm going to join you guys. I'm going to shine this as well. He will definitely have a better OBP than that. He's in his prime right now. He's coming into the prime. He's 27 years old. He'll be 28 before the season's done. So mm-hmm. I feel like maybe people think he's older than he is sometimes, or maybe that's just what I think. But he's uh, he's got plenty of life. He's just getting into the groove of his career. Sure. Right. Make note of that. Mike Soroka. Mike Soroka. Mike Soroka. Poor his Achilles last year. It sucked. But yeah. He's pitching simulated games. Things are looking up. Exciting times. Tone, can we expect 131 or more innings pitched from Soroka this year? Shine? Four. Yeah, I'll get, I got faith. Uh, I'll give him 131. Yeah, all right. What about you, Dan? Uh, no, I'm going to ride the pine on that one. I don't think he gets to 131. I think he's going to struggle to get to 100, personally. Unfortunately, I'm going to have to ride as well. Um I don't think that they're going to want to push him at all. I think yeah. they're going to limit him as much as possible and come back, you know, in 2022 <laughs> full and ready to go. The thing about this is he could give us 120 innings pitch and that'd be a nice little comeback story, but that would still be under. So I'm going to ride the pine on this as well. I think they want to save him for the playoffs, make sure he's healthy, but they want to get him involved, but it'll still fall short of one, three, one innings pitch. Mike Soroka, right. not going to happen. Sam Hilliard of the Colorado Rockies. Got a lot of talent, but the Rockies always fuck with your life. That's what the Rockies do. <laughs> the front office is a disaster. The GM should have been fired. Jeff Burdich, or whatever the hell his name is, should be gone. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I mean, they gifted Olin Arenado. You guys know the story. Mm-hmm. In 2021, will Sam Hilliard play enough that he can get 14 or more stolen bases? Let's start with Dan. 14 or more steals. Sure, yeah. David Dahl's out of the outfield now. I think, uh, I, I think he'll get there, sure. Ty? I'm going to go no. I'm going to ride the pine on that one. Hmm. Now, Garrett Hampson, on the other hand. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm going to say I'm, I'm going to ride the pine as well, guys. I, I don't I don't see enough to show that he's going to get the significant playing time. So. Coors. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm going to shine this one. No, yeah, I'm going to shine this one because you never know what the Rockies will do. But one thing this guy could do is steal some bags. No, I'm going to ride the pine. No, I'm riding the pine. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry, everyone. I'm riding the pine. He will not get 14 or more steals. Okay. That's my fault. I'm sorry. Sorry, everyone. 
Gavin Lux of the Dodgers. We talked about the Dodgers earlier with Max Muncy. Gavin Lux in 2021. Will he score 61 or more runs? Tone, 61 or more runs. Shine? No, there's just too many players. He won't get the spot. Dan? Yeah, without a trade, he doesn't have enough plate appearances to get 61. Right. Mm, yeah, I'm going to ride the pine there too, guys. <sighs> I'm going to shine this. I think Lux is going to bust out this year, and if he scores 70 runs, that's still like a modestly decent season. So mm-hmm. I think they want to get him involved. David Roberts had some positive things to say about him in spring. It could all be bullshit in the end, but for now, I'm going to shine it. Yeah, I mean, if anything, he's got 20 to his career so far, so you know, you're know you not too far off, right? Ah. Last one. And it, you, funny you just mentioned him. David Dahl, Texas Ranger. So mm. Let's get into it. David Dahl, always hurt. Never quite lives up to that infinite potential that he seems to have. Oozing, oozing potential. Yes. In 2021, could David Dahl, can he do this for real? Eh, I'm not sure where to go with this one. I'm going to go. Oh, let's go home runs because this will give us a barometer. 14 or more home runs in 2021. Let's start with. Dan, trying to ride the pine. 14 or more no. bombs for David Dahl. No way. Absolutely not. He gets hurt entirely too often. I, if he's got the potential to do it, but he, there's no way. Ride the pine Time. on that. Oh, I'm shining, man. I'm shining. Uh, he had 77 games in 2018 and had 16 of them. So if he can at least get a half season, I think he's fine. Yeah, 14. I am going to double up. He's not going to get 14. He's going to hit 28 home runs this year. Whoa. Woo-hoo! I, I, I really think he's going <laughs> yeah. to come back. He's going to have a monster year, I think. It might not be 150 plus games, but he's going to he's gonna play his ass off for 120 or so. God, I would love that. Tribe has spoken. There it is. <laughs> Everyone has said their piece. It's in the can. Shine or ride the pine. We did it. Well done to these guys. Give it up for the Upper Decker Pod, guys. Great group of fellows. I really love talking baseball with these guys. I really do. It's a lot of fun. Oh, uh, Brian had some funny comments. Ride the shine. That's a new one. Maybe I should try that. Yeah. What's it go like to ride the shine? Go get your shine box. How did we yes. not make that reference? Yes. How, no one's ever made that reference on the show. That's actually bizarro. Uh, real quick before we go, Sam wants to know, how do you guys feel about Moustakas this year? Uh, the multiple positions is great. I think he bounces back. Uh, I wouldn't stretch for him, however. I'm a big Moose fan. I know I was talking shit on the Reds earlier, but I'm <laughs> I'm always going to side with Moose. So, yeah, if you can get him later in the drafts, I think he'd be fine. But yeah, like Ty said, don't don't stretch for him by any means. I have avoided Mustakis in almost every draft. I don't have a single share of him. Uh, he's just at a spot where there's a lot of other guys I like. Yeah. Uh, if it's an OBP league, I'd like him a little bit more. Uh, I mean, he could easily hit 30-plus bombs in Great American Ballpark. I don't have a problem with that. But for some reason, I've been avoiding I just like some other guys at second. Uh, right. I mean, Ty his 80. 80- France. Ty France. Oh, oh you're big on Ty France. Oh, oh hell yeah. I said on the show in our Insane Fantasy Takes, which is another goofy segment we do here, that he would win the AL batting title this year. So, oh, that might not happen, but he will hit 300 plus. I really believe that this year. So, perfect. Given the opportunity, got it, which I believe he has. So, I just, yeah, all right. Don't get me off on Ty France. I'm gonna start. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's uh, call it what it is the end of the show. I want to thank you guys. It's been a lot of fun. It really has. I could have done this for four hours, I think, if I didn't have other things to do. I would keep the show rolling. I get it, buddy. 
Same dude. You know, you guys know how it goes. It's been a pleasure getting mm-hmm. to know Dan. Dan's now part of a part of the crew. This little crew we got. Deary misses you guys. He sends his best, and uh, he wants you guys to know he misses you dearly. So make sure that's clear. Uh, how do you guys want to wrap up the show? You want to tell people about your podcast and say farewell, or how are you going to do it? Uh, yeah, you guys want me to just yeah. let it rip? I'll let it yeah, rip. Go for it, buddy. Go check us out, Upper Decker Podcast. We're everywhere. Spotify, Google, Apple Podcast, the whole nine. Go over there. If you like our stuff, give us a review. We're also on Anchor. You can give us a little money to help, you know, make us fancy like old Govier here. Uh, <laughs> go check us out on Anchor. Uh, my boy, Brian, my new friend. What's up, my guy? And, uh, you know, that's it, man. We got a lot of stuff in the works. So go check it out. And hopefully we got some cool guests coming on for you guys here soon. Oh, we definitely do. You got to check them out. That's Beautiful. it. Look at this. Brian is the biggest fan now. He's it's about it. This Ooh. is what it's all about. We've exposed to Ooh. new faces. Thank you, Brian, for your support of the show. And I, seriously, check out the Upper Decker Pod. These guys are fun. Uh, I'm Michael Govier. I'm known as MJ Govier on Twitter. That's G-O-V as in Victor, I-E-R. And, of course, the Plaza Podcast. Plaza Podcast at ProtonMail.com. If you want to send us any inquiries about the show, you know, bookings. Uh, no, that's a joke. There's no bookings. We don't have a booking agent. It just sounds very professional to say <laughs> Not that. Not yet. Sounds awesome. Now, Give it time. Not yet. Uh, we're, of course, Plaza Podcast on Twitter. Two L's, two Z's. Utah. Give me two. Please follow us on Twitter. You can go to our bio. And click on our YouTube link to see all past shows. If you, for some reason you want to look at our faces while we say things, great. Do that. We also get the comments mixed in. Or you can just listen to the podcast. Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts. Five-star rating, five-star review would be really wonderful. Blah, 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 blah. That's all this shit works. It's all the same every day. I really love doing the show. I love all these guys. This has been a ton of fun. Thank you, Mike. Final words, guys. Final word. Thank you. That's it. Absolutely. Thanks for having Thank us you. out. We super appreciate yeah. it. This was awesome. Shout out to uh, shout out to Chris Beery. We miss him as well. So, you know, see you later, big guy. Appreciate you. Godspeed. See you, buddy. Insane fantasy takes. Why you champion player? You must be insane. Insane fantasy takes. Right, lads. Now I know there's not a faint heart among you, and I know you're as anxious as I am to get into close action. But we must bring him right up beside us before we spring this trap. That will test our nerve. And discipline will count just as much as courage. The Acheron is a tough nut to crack. More than twice our guns, more than twice our numbers. And they will sell their lives dearly. They mean to take us as a prize. (laughs) And we are worth more to them undamaged. Their greed will be their downfall. England is under threat of invasion. And though we be on the far side of the world, this ship is our home. This ship is England. So it's every hand to his rope or gun, quicks the word and sharps the action. After all, surprise is on our side. <laughs> Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, 
planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight Lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big. 